one. Alright everybody, welcome to the second week of the Out of More podcast, hosted by myself, DC. Welcome everybody, thank you again for tuning in. For those who are listening from the recording, welcome! I've actually remembered to hit the record button this time. The weather outside in my current location is a typhoon signal number 8. That means it is the second highest hoisted signal in my region. So I'm sitting comfortably at home. Uh, winds are blowing down. Rain is, is, is raining down like bullets. Rain is raining. Of course it is. So it's all chill. I've got my, I've got my cup of coffee here with me. And, of course, I have today's guest. Please give a warm welcome to our beloved admin, Moist. Hello, everybody. I'm Moist. Um, as I am barely visible in this server, since, shockingly enough, I get a lot of DMs whenever I am off of invisible status. So, usually not readily viewable, but a majority of people in the server should know that I am currently an admin of the server. I've been here since February, so I'm somewhat of a regular, but lately I've been prioritizing in real life stuff, so I have not been as active except for in 50k basement. So if you ever want to say hi to me, I am most likely there. Yeah, give it up for most everyone. So you've been quite bu- you've been quite busy, yeah, but to to my understanding, it's quite some IRL stuff. Is that is that st- if that is that stuff off limits to talk about, or are we we more than welcome to query what's been what's been keeping the backlog of DMs going? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I am pretty open about myself in general. Um, I always normally try to warn the younger members to watch out for doxing and stuff, but given my age, um, God bless your soul if you want to dox me. I don't really know what you're going to do with that information, but. More power to you. More power to you. Remember, kids, uh, be careful about who's out there, because you never know. Except Moist, because he 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 wants company. So send him, send, buy him a coffee through Ko-Fi, which we do have. Uh, if you're listening right now, you could buy us a coffee over at our Ko-Fi. Just to plug that, I I am required to say. So yeah, what have you what have you been up to, man? Like, how's how's the life how's the life in general? You, I guess you've been pretty busy, dude. Yeah. So recently, I have actually quit my job to pursue what I was originally studying for. So a majority of people do not know, but I previously was on a healthcare pathway. So I worked as a therapist for a few years uh, in a, the PC term is a behavioral health facility, but the non-PC term in very common language is a psych ward. Mm. But after getting some promotions and dealing with the more business heavy side of things and working with CEOs and making the big time decisions, I kind of got annoyed about the adulting. So I switched over to sales and account management because it paid a lot more money. And while I was getting paid a good amount to the point where I can swipe for 2D waifus and on Genshin 24-7, I decided to go back towards the medical route. So I decided to take a leap of faith, quit my job, and I am currently trying to get my medical assistance license. 
Good on you, man. And uh, how is that one going? Is it like, uh, is it a certification that you have to have? Is it you, you go and like take a few courses and then there's like a grand finale exam you got to take? Or is it sort of like, oh, you, you do it for maybe a couple of months and then you earn the certification and you're good to go? A uh, mix of both. Like right now it is, my program takes about four months, but it's like multi-step where each few weeks I have to take different types of exams. So there are state exams, so I can be officially licensed within the state I live in to basically jab people's needles and work as a assistant in the medical field. So right now I'm doing phlebotomy. And for the young people who do not know what that word means, basically gives me the right to draw your blood and jab your arm with a needle. I think the next few weeks I'll be doing EKG stuff, which is the little machine that basically records your heart and a bunch of other certificates and licenses. And you know, interestingly enough, there is sort of a technique or an art to jabbing people in the arms, but I'm not exactly sure about the specifics of that, because from what I understand, uh, you know, if you're drawing blood, you have to get it in the, uh, God, I forget, it's like your arm, there's like a triangle uh, of veins like right next to your what was it your elbow pits and then like you have to jab that specific vein in order to draw uh, the intravenous blood but are, are you doing anything like that yeah so they're called vena punctures because you go for the uh the veins within your brachial so your forearm area so there are three major veins there cephalic which is on the top the middle which is the median and basilic, which is the base part. Sorry, this is not trying to become a <laughs> pre-med radio, but essentially three veins, you aim for the top two. If you can't, sucks to suck, you switch to the other arm. Yeah, because like people have, it, it happens, right? And I don't know if you've, you guys have actually gone and, uh, you know, got donated blood or have your blood drawn, but they will kind of like hit your hit your like your arm a little bit just to see if they can see that vein. And sometimes, you know, you 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 go you'll you get some like some guys who literally can't see where that vein is, and they kind of have to poke around a little bit. And you're like, well, there's nothing here. Time to switch to the other arm. And you're just like, oh god, I'm being poked like a freaking um like one of those uh, uh um. Uh, so, little soft things for the uh, for for sewing needles, right? And then you go to the other arm. You're like, please find the vein. Oh my god, please find it. Stop poking my arm. It it's a thing that happens, it, and it it can be quite uh, gruesome for people who who aren't really uh, great at handling needles. So has that been a thing that you've had the pleasure of being on the other side of the spectrum? Have you had to jab people multiple times? Oh, yeah. So surprising enough, um, on the first day of in-person classes, I did like one practice round on the dummy arm. And then immediately the professor legitimately pulled me and said, OK, it's your turn. And I was like, oh, uh, I mean, sure. You trust me enough? <laughs> and he's just like, I hope so. I was like, all right. So I jabbed somebody's arm like the first five minutes. I just learned how to do it from reading from a textbook. And then um, we actually had to volunteer ourselves with each other. So we all kind of just jabbed each other in the arms. Was it sanitary? 100%. Was it, was it sane? Probably not, because we we're a bunch of amateurs just jabbing each other with needles and draining our bloods. So that was a fun time. <laughs> that Ideas for your next birthday party. Okay, everybody sit down in a circle. We're just going to take this needle and you pass it around and uh, <laughs> everyone inject uh, 
10 milliliters into, into everybody's arms. Now, that would, that would be an insane birthday party. I wouldn't, I would never go to that one. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that, that, yeah, because I know that there's a specific jab, uh, so for, for you kids out there, you, you know, when you, you go to the hospital, there's a, there's an, something called an IV bag that has your, um, the, the essential fluids and you kind of stick it into, uh, uh, your, your arm or, or your wrist. If I remember, I, I'm not sure if you stick it in your wrist, but there, it goes at like, if, if I remember correctly, it goes at a 45 degree angle or something like that. Oh, it is actually a 15 to 30 degree angle. Okay, 15 it's to the 30 most degree. optimal angle. Oh gosh, all those poor people that I accidentally jabbed at a 45 degree angle. Yeah, funny story is um, I'm actually deathly terrified of needles, uh, especially when it comes to syringes, which is kind of ironic given that you know I have to handle needles and jab people, and also super ironic because I also have two tattoos on me, so I've dealt with needles and i've gotten piercings so i've dealt with like the staple guns of needles but when it comes to syringes like i i have zero shame in this and i still when i get my flu shots or my vaccination i actually have to ask the nurse to hold my hand or if i had like you know somebody else there with me actually i like i physically have to hold somebody's hand because i just cannot handle it oh that's fine i think that uh everyone's got their uh there's there's sort of sort of points of uh of well I wouldn't even say weakness because it's it's not much of a weakness. How often do you go for a jab? Not well every every couple of months maybe. So it's like a once out of thing. Like there there are couple there there are a lot more phobias that could really affect your daily life. So but you're you're perfectly fine with administering the needles. That's fine to you. Like you don't feel any sort of threat from that. Oh, hell yeah. As long as I'm not on the receiving end, I can jab people, cut people, all good. All easy to me. <laughs> cut people. Uh, oh, dear. That's, uh, but that, that's good. Like, it'd be, it'd be a shame if you had to, like, take the needle and you're like, oh, God, you're shaking. You had to poke him a couple of times before, before you actually got it. <laughs> but that's, that's good news for everyone, even for your patients. So, working at the, at the psych ward back in the day now, what are, are there any popular misconceptions of it that a lot of people kind of, you know, think about a psych ward that that are on the top of your mind that or that you you think that people should understand more? So I think the major misconception when it comes to psych wards is that the majority of the time because of movies and the misconceptions that people have originally due to stereotyping is that psych wars just have a really like crazy people like what you would see in movies psychotic uh just bouncing off the walls very violent we did have that unit so there are separate units there's a children's unit which is goes from ages as young as eight to like 13 adolescent unit which is like 14 to 17 and then we have the adult unit which is 18 and up, and then also a basically a restricted unit for people who are like incredibly psychotic and could be violent or potentially dangerous. So everything is pretty like secure. Um, incidents do happen, and we go through training for that and all that kind of stuff. But fun fact, we are not allowed to in any way harm the patients, even when we ourselves are in danger. So there are very like strict guidelines where basically we get abused because there's nothing we can really do legally when we get attacked. It's kind of just like you do defensive moves and then 
that's kind of it. So, but what defines sort of you know what defines a retaliation from staff? Because like I understand that you know perhaps physically hitting a patient's out of the question, right? But if you could do something like a like a you know like an arm lock or something, does that still count as an act of violence? So there's like certain techniques of how we basically disengage and engage a patient that is basically out of control or violent. So it's in the way where they we can restrict their movement, but it's no way inhibiting their breathing. Um, they will not be like face down on the ground, which is a big no no. We would get immediately fined and probably sued. So there's a lot of like really strict guidelines when it comes to stuff like that. Because I think like the wildest story that I know of is like there was like a quote unquote riot before technically, and nurses have gotten like well it seats like slammed against their head. Those are wild times, but I mostly have only dealt with getting like punched or kicked or like wrestled a kid. But that's that's about it. Yeah, because it's kind of wild, isn't it? It's it's sort of like you know you're almost in a bit of a of a prison like setting, but the patients mm-hmm. are a bit more delicate, right? So how yeah. I can understand in kind of like a prison setting, it, it, it's a lot. Um, well, you can kind of imagine how a riot would start, right? One guy punches another guy, or maybe it's like a planned thing. They have gangs in there and everything of that sort. But what kind of what starts a a riot in in a place such as an asylum is it like is it kind of the same or is it sort of like a domino effect where one person kind of just sets off another and the whole thing kind of goes ham um it's usually a domino effect so for most people who don't know i am in the u.s i'm na time zone so over here we don't really have the best of quality when it comes to that kind of services we kind of still are lacking in that department of trying to catch up with making sure mental health and awareness is pretty much just as important as anything physical and a lot of the times when it comes this is like what like kind of pissed me off and got me annoyed is the business side is that everything really comes down to like money and the cost behind staying at an inpatient facility to get help so a lot of patients who expect to just be like in and out or expect to just be like, hey, I'm here for like my medication, then can I leave? Um, when they get stuck there for like days or weeks or even months at times, a lot of stress builds up. So sometimes it's a lot of retaliation, especially from the goddamn teens. Ah, yeah. People going through their adolescence. Hey? I bet. Th- are, are they really the most troublesome ones to handle, in your opinion? Yeah. No offense to any teens here, but you all are fucking cringe sometimes, and <laughs> things get intense, and, like, so our facility, or it's co-ed, right? So, like, boys and girls, there are in separate rooms, obviously, but, like, they're still in the same, like, area, right? So you can imagine, you know, teens from high school, hormones, m- mentally unstable, or just dealing with some minor things and just there for, like, help, you know, not judging, Things get a little bit weird. And every single time you have that one Chad who's just like, I'm going to be so popular here. I was like, I don't know why you're even here then. Don't hit on people. I don't, this is really weird. Get some help. Leave. And then you, I don't know. It's a lot of stuff. It's, it's weird. For sure. For sure. And you know, it's, it's, it's kind of okay for you, for, for those teams listening out there. 
it's real when this stuff happens when your hormones go nuts you have you technically have no idea what's going on and that's kind of acceptable you're still trying to figure things out you know there 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 will be a period when you're a bit older and thing and things kind of mellow out a little bit but uh, but when when you when you when it all kicks in you know things turn to 100 and you can't control yourself and and for the people who don't exactly have the most uh, stable mindset, it's turned up to a thousand. So you can imagine Moist is trying to handle what, like 20, 20 of these, or, or even more than 20 of these guys at the same time, right? Yeah, we usually have around 30 in each unit to like 40. Jeez. So 30 to 40 guys just kicking off at the same time, my God. Yeah. But on the plus side, working with so many patients nonstop, because, you know, they come and go. So I meet, like, new patients every single day to, like, every single week. I have I used to have, like, really bad social anxiety. And I think I talked about this in another channel, and a lot of people could relate to this, where um, my brother and I, my little brother, would actually have fights over who would have to, like, order food because none of us wanted to call somebody. And it was just, like, I don't even know what it was. It's just the fact that, like, I'm being inconvenient. And like, I have to like trouble somebody with like a large order. Cause you know, I have to order for the family. Cause my dad's just like, oh, well we don't speak English that well. So why don't you order? It's like, bullshit, you know English. You literally run businesses, but okay. Let me call this person and be as specific as possible and inconvenience their whole entire day. So like that always gave me a shit ton of anxiety. So at least, you know, when I go to college, met a bunch of people and then, you know, worked with a bunch of random strangers 24 seven kind of helped with my whole entire anxiety in that regard yeah i got you man it's it's interesting because it's like the whole family dynamic and i and i have this myself it's kind of the it, it can range from the little things like oh why don't you just uh wash this plate up or to kind of like hey can you take out the trash it's it's like a hot it's like a hot potato game of responsibility you pass it to your siblings and passes it to someone else you pass it back and then you you end up in this loop where it's just being passed around between two people and then that's where that's where the quote-unquote fun begins right because it's like you, you until one person gives in eventually but uh, yeah, it's a, it's definitely quite quite a thing. I can I can definitely relate to that. Actually, for example, today, um, because it's typhoon uh, right now, I I had to I had to call up uh, the restaurant and do a, a big massive order. So it was definitely something I had to deal with. But do you, do you find that coming here on uh, the WP WFP and getting to know people's kind of helped with that a little bit, or is it something that's kind of like, or is it vibe differently from the outside? would you say no offense to get again to the teens or younger minors in the server but no you're exactly how i pictured you to be um so before wfp i didn't know like discord public servers were a thing like i, I know i sound like a boomer i legitimately thought discord was just used to chat with like irl friends just like you know when you're playing video games so when I was like super hyped for Genshin and Hotel leaks were out and I like joined the server, all I did was talk about like, oh, how do I build my team? Hey, how do I get this? Because Reddit responses would sometimes take too long. And I was like, all right, this is annoying. I'm just going to join a Discord server, whatever this thing is called. And then as I joined staff here, I realized I'm just a glorified babysitter that's not getting paid. No offense. Some of you guys are great. And I'm sure everybody in this radio session right now are probably the more sane people. 
Yeah, that's a thing. It's it, it really is like, and funny enough, that's actually how I started too. Uh, <clears throat> twenty, I think what was it, twenty sixteen or twenty? Yeah, twenty sixteen is when I started getting on to Discord, and the reason why I got on was because a, a couple of my friends invited me, and we kind of used Discord as a way to kind of help each other out in class. We would post our uh, our notes. We'd separate. We'd make channels for each class, and we'd kind of put our notes in there. If it was a relevant class, and we were at, we were actually allowed to go on our computers because, spoiler alert, you know, I I I did come from a computer science degree. You kind of need a computer for that, right? So it wasn't uh, it wasn't very odd for for us to to kind of take out our, our laptops or computers and kind of take notes during class. So we essentially would kind of just be dicking around in class on Discord. But then afterwards, you know, the whole thing got a little bit bigger. That's when I found out about about public Discord servers. And, and of course, I'm a mod and, and, and some other servers, a couple other few. So I kind of get that. It's kind of like we, we sit there, we, we kind of look at who's doing what? Are they breaking the rules? Are they going through their hormones? Are, are people going through some questionable things? It, it happens. Like, it's it's a thing that definitely happens, and that's the, that's the reality of it. I know you get some of you listeners out there are pretty young. You know, you may you may have seen this sort of thing. You may have sort of grown up on this sort of stuff and maybe look no more to you. But for, for us, it's kind of it's kind of horrifying to see the potential of this, the potential of all these things. You, you know what I mean? It's like, wow, there's a lot of messed up stuff out there that can actually happen. And it's it's fun. I know I sound like such a boomer saying this, but it's kind of strange to see it. Do you do you feel like like do you do you kind of feel me here more? It's like a little bit strange seeing how how casually some some of these guys here take it. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's because of like studying psychology, like understand reasons why, right? Like I know Lumi Lumi asked if I was just as cringe when I was younger. Heck yeah, I will not lie. Me in high school was the cringiest slash like if I could, I would slap myself. Like I I legitimately do not even want to think about how I was back in the day. Like it was it was just bad. Every every aspect of me was bad. I don't I was like a little edgy, but it was mostly just like I was just hyped up on like I don't even know what was I was on. I was just like hormones, but also like I guess like not to like gloat or seem like I'm like trying to, but like I was like one of the quote unquote like popular kids. So like I was friends with everybody and I think I was just riding that high and I was just like, heck yeah. And it was just the worst feeling in the world. So definitely interesting to see things being now more virtual. Uh, I actually talked to one of my close friends. She's also in the server, Sefi. And we talked about how like <laughs> COVID really like screwed you guys over with like social interactions so now everything is like more open on the internet or on discord because you you guys don't really have any other way to hang out or socialize with people so now not trying to be the dad of the server but you all need to be somewhat careful since it is a public server and we do have how many people do we have now 155,000 you don't know who or what's behind that screen so like you know feel free to like you know share but don't go too far and i brought this up in like 
what I call my boomer VC when I just hang out with friends down in the uh, VC channels below. But men are snakes. So any female or male, because it's 2021, all sexualities, men are snakes. Don't trust them. Especially teenage boys. Don't trust them. I can't wait. Like, a, about a few months from now, people like are going to be looking at, at the DC cancellation ride, and they're going to look back to this podcast and go, how ironic. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be quite something no i get i get that man it's like it, it's it's strange and especially for you guys out there like going through we you see i we've never had an age right where uh we've had such a huge pandemic well i've, I've lived through a couple of pandemics but it's to the point where where, where school is just through zoom now and you there, you know, it, it, it seems cool at first, right? Or maybe it's cool to you, you know, to begin with. It's like, oh, you get to stay home, you get to kind of relax, get to kind of chill. You don't really have to pay attention to anything, um, which is, you know, you, you might find it's great and all. But I've seen, yeah, I've seen the, uh, I've seen the, uh, the, 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 the effects of it from the other end, from, from, from my place. If you count SARS as a pandemic, that then. Then yes, SARS, because um, I I did live through that one. Yeah, there was yeah. SARS, swine flu, MRSA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what else. I don't know. Bad flu seasons, just as terrifying, I guess. Yeah, it's quite it, it's it's quite in yeah it it is. I don't because like there's a couple of them that 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 have been out there, but like this this is just the most how to put it overhyped one because essentially it, it took place on a pretty huge scale and it affected a lot of people solely because uh, the most affected parts were had the, had the highest amount of people going through the highest amount of traffic. So it was a lot easier for people to catch and also the, 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 the rate of spread that this, um, thing has is quite that but you know we're, we're doing we're doing fine now but it, it's it, mu- it must be quite strange for you guys uh to, to to kind of go through online classes i know for some of the younger guys out here it's it's it you know might be it might be just a thing that you you'll forget tomorrow or something that you're you're gonna get used to i remember when i was in grade school we had two months off of school because of the sars pandemic was at its peak here but and i look to that as kind of like a distant memory didn't affect me much but you guys what like one year two nearing two years of this like it's it's kind of it, it must feel kind of strange. Like it's definitely something that'll that'll get through over time, but essentially, uh, it's something that will kind of stick with you guys. You look at it going like, "Hey, this was kinda, that was kind of weird." Like we're going back going back to the whole thing, seeing guys again, face to face. Like uh, all I all I you know we we honestly we don't have too much advice from this other than you know try your best, uh, keep you know if anything if you if you don't pay attention in class and you don't learn anything just keep your mind active right that's the best thing you can do uh i don't know what what, you you got any advice for them for them kiddos moist um number one i already mentioned before men are snakes don't trust them especially teenage boys um always be careful just in general when not even like here but anywhere with an online presence um there have already been instances before in here alone and along with other servers where you know people have 
been in very uncomfortable and dangerous situations. And if there ever is a situation you think needs to be reported, um, definitely feel free to just contact ModMail or even head ModMail or even ping me personally. I do not mind. Um, my DMs are fairly open. I've dealt with a lot of different kinds of situations, <laughs> which to be fair, I've openly like advertised myself to be open to that kind of stuff because I generally do, even with strangers care and like want to be a source of help, might be because I have worked in that kind of environment in hospital and worked as a therapist. But yeah, if any of y'all just have anything, even if you just more like talk or vent, I'm always readily available. Well, not readily available, but I'm I'm around. I play a lot of gotchas in my free time, so. The uh, yeah, the thing about gotcha though is don't don't go to go go crazy, kids. It's uh, it's a it's a loot. You know, it's a it's a downward spiral of things you shouldn't go down. Free to play, yeah, definitely. Have a little po- extra pocket money, sure, why not? But as soon as you go find yourself. Uh, snooping through your, your, your mom's wallet for that credit card, you got to ask yourself this question. Is it really worth it? The answer is always no, by the way. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so you're, you're better off flexing as an F2P than flexing, hey, I just stole a bunch of money from my credit card's wallet, or, or oh God, I took a loan out of the bank and I lied to them. That sort of thing. I don't think you'll ever get to that. Um, but speak, so yeah, speaking, of, speaking of gotcha, what, what, what you played, like, what have you played so far, and how does that compare to Genshin from from your experience? Or why don't we start off? What, what are you currently playing other than Genshin? Um, so currently, besides Genshin, which I kind of, I'm gonna tell you guys a secret. All 45 of you in here, I've technically quit Genshin, but. I did log in to swipe for C2 Ball Hunter Spear. Don't ask why. As an adult, I have some disposable income, and I do not approve of what I do. And my friends do not approve. But, you know, shit happens. Um, but besides that, I play Alchemy Stars a lot because I generally do love the art, and it's very different from what I've been playing before. And then, I don't know, most people don't know her because... She's she's been retired and her, her name always changes. But Dana, who always has like microwave something in her name, has recently opened my eyes to the world of. <clears throat> let me say this correctly, girl cafe gun. It sounds exactly what you're thinking. There's girls. There's a cafe. You run and there's guns, and I've been playing that a lot. Nah, dangerously too. Dana has also tried to open my eyes to the world of girl cafe gun as well. Thankfully, it's not on the Play Store in my region. Unthankfully, I found a way to download it regardless. So I may or may not be joining you soon <laughs> in regards to that. So what am I in for in regards to Girl Cafe Gun? Like, what are the mechanics we're talking here? Like, what what would someone who's kind of solely... Let's say, for example, I only came from Genshin. In what terms can you kind of describe Girl Cafe Gun to me? Um, quick TLDR, it's literally live 2D, so yes, you can interact with the girls. It's a bullet hell game with girls in costumes you can collect with like the cards and stats, and you also run a cafe. So it's very straightforward in the title, and it sounds degenerate, and I'm not going to deny it. it is somewhat degenerate, So like, but it you... is fun. 
do you actually have to interact and make the coffee, you know, the serve up co- coffee yourself with like, a, I don't know, like a, like an overcooked mechanic maybe, or, or, or something like that. Uh, pressing a couple thankful, of Thankfully, no, you just set it and forget it. Oh, it's kind of like an AFK thing. You're like, all right, this is going to take uh, 22 hours to make and uh, we're good to go. Sort of that thing. Well, yeah, you basically just let it run in the background as you do the other things. So, so other than that, it's, it, is it like, uh, is it, con- so is it kind of like, um, God, the only other gotcha game I actually play is FGO. So I, I, but that's a really poor comparison for everything else. Cause that's so low tech these days, you know, it's, I don't know if it's exactly like that. You guys have, uh, something like, uh, uh, multiplayer in that game, right? that you guys can kind of go through there is for like certain stages but for the most part it is pve okay so so it, so you can actually kind of sit in with your friends and be like all right let's let's do this sort of thing yeah for like basically just one thing oh but it's fun okay so you, you so you could just do that one thing over and over again no problem on your end yeah, if only my friends are available. Dana. <laughs> Dana, this is a public call out. <laughs> this is gonna be recorded. Everyone's gonna everyone listening at home's gonna be like, Oh, it's time it's that time again, time to message Dana. But uh <laughs> better she's gonna close her DMs now. But uh, in any case, yeah, what about uh, Alchemy Stars? The funny thing here is I've seen a lot of Alchemy Stars uh advertisements in my local area in Hong Kong. I've seen it on the mass transit railway. And I've seen it on buses, but is it as hype as they make it out to be? Um, art-wise, yes, I do think the art's really, really good. The story is very stereotypical. Like, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to be like, yo, this is like the most original thing in the universe. And gameplay is unique, but I won't say it's like outstanding. Like, oh my god, I am never going to stop playing this. But you know, if you like waifus and husbandos it is a fun game to play and they are pretty generous in their roles they give you so who who does the art in this game actually are there any like big names out there no clue i am just a lowly lowly basic consumer that just eats everything that the gotcha community throws at me Okay, I'm looking because I, I kind of just looked this up. Uh, there's a there's a featured well, there's an artist out there called uh, Ryota H, um, and he's done a lot of his or posted a lot of his concept art on his Twitter. I don't know if I can link this because I don't know exactly the content that he or she does. Um, generally looks safe. Uh, well, to to a certain degree. Uh, why don't you guys look this up yourself? Actually. I, I take no responsibility for this. So that's R Y O T A dash H. So it just looks like that. And that's one of the artists that does uh, the art for this game. So it's okay. According to them, it's, it's a collaboration like from a bunch of artists. So Ryota H drew uh, Sin, Sinsa. Do you know that character? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool, cool. So he's 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 one he's one of them. So I'm, I'm guessing it's kind of like you know all all the you know well I don't know how many 
gotcha games actually do this, but it's like a collaboration of artists. It's a collaboration effort. I know FGO does this because, um, you know, one of the artists recently did uh, the VTuber model for, uh, for what's her name again? Uh, Crony? Yeah, Crony. And, she, and they, they also did the art for Tamamo and uh, a Nero from Fate Grand Order. So that's a recognizable character, and that's recognizable art. And of course, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people that also contribute to the writing of the story too in, in Fco. But that's kind of like an odd example because it's kind of big, right? It's gotten sort of that that um, it's riding on the wave of its success over time. So of course, there's going to be a lot of big people in it. But yeah, I guess the the art for Alchemy Stars, if you guys are looking at it, does it have a lot of good fan art. I'm not too sure about fan art. I've only paid attention really to the in-game stuff, but I'm assuming there's some good fan art out there for it. Okay, and and content-wise, it's, it's still a bit solid. You know, there's not it's there's nothing really turning you off from it as of now. As of now, the only thing that's turning me off from it is just because I'm focusing on GCG right now because my wallet is currently not bottomless anymore. So I will be on Copium for the next few months. Now is the time to save, guys. If you have limited funds, that is probably the best time to exercise your discipline. You you don't you you don't start to really appreciate your JPEGs until you look at your wallet and realize there's nothing in there. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Don't fall into the habit of always, uh, you know charging out your credit card debit card paypal anything of that sort just a bit of advice for you guys because uh you know th that sort of mentality really counts when you're when you're when you're at that age so just to be warned you, you know the, for for that sort of thing but anyways yeah gotcha games are 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 definitely sort of a thing so you said you're going down uh, back to the medical career path and you're you're kind of taking the licensing so is it are they like government classes or is it or is it kind of like a private thing so it is technically the one i'm in right now is private but there are like government like run schools just like a university or college but for the most part it's kind of like a trade school type system where you just kind of like go and take the required credits and classes needed to take the like state or national exam Okay, so is when when is the uh, national exam? So I'm I'm assuming it's like a very scheduled thing, like oh, it only occurs twice a year or something like that. So the restrictions on it's actually not too bad. I'm allowed to take it like once a month. I think if I fail like three times in a row, though, I would like need to retake the course because they see that obviously I'm not retaining any of the information, and I'm probably just a big dum dum and should not stick any needles in people. <laughs> so in that regards, it's not too bad. Uh, I took the state exam today. I won't know my grades until next week, but it was fairly easy. Okay, so you this so you've if you pass the exam, you have the certification right there. Yep, I think one out of like four that I need to complete by the end of these four months. I see. A oh, one out of four. So you have three more to go after this. Mm -hmm. And those usually take how long? Like a the, the up till next year or no this whole entire program would take four months so i think i take one like every three weeks mm. 
Okay, so it's not exactly too bad. It's not like a a huge like a, a semester worth per per sort of like per test or exam sort of thing. And is it four different certifications you're getting or just one? Uh, so there's technically four separate ones because to become a medical assistant, I need to have the criteria of like three other jobs along with it. So that's the only reason why I have to get testing in like four different areas. Gotcha. Gotcha. You ever considered, uh, trying to be an EMT per chance or never really crossed your mind? Uh, it crossed my mind once during, I guess, like my earlier years, right after college and even during high school, just to volunteer. But I do know that things can get pretty intense depending on the area you live. So when I thought about it right out of college, I actually moved to Michigan and I was near Detroit. And I was like, this would be the most chaotic job in universe. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, especially if you're in Detroit. Yeah. For the people who are not from the US or NA area, uh, Detroit, Michigan is like one of the top like three most dangerous cities in the world. And it is pretty bad. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys this. EMT, for those of you who don't know, stands for emer- what was that? emergency medical technician, if I yes. if I got that correct. And these are the guys that drive up in the ambulances to the scene to take care of the injured. So you're actively going on site to uh, places that receive an emergency call, right? And anything could happen. You could be dealing with anything. So one of my friends actually worked as an EMT over in Florida, and he had to deal with a lot of cases from uh, drug overdoses. I remember he had to get the, what was it, the defib, I believe, which is, um, oh, God, oh, no, I, I, that's not that's not the correct term for it. Is it the correct term for, like, things where you, where you go in shock? or, or is Yeah, it defibrillators. Like yeah, yeah. Fine. Defibs, and he just had, you know, and it's it's to the point you do this so much, right? And you see these scenes, the these trauma, these traumatic scenes, so frequently, you kind of have to get into a, a crazy mindset in order to keep yourself sane. You know, it, it it comes to that, and it's a really it's a really tough job. And I have to say, and you know, of course, tr- uh, trigger warning about this, um, just in advance, this piece of information. Because uh, I feel it's kind of important to say this, EMTs actually have one of the highest suicide rates on a job, and that's just because of how tough the environment is and the type of things they have to deal with. And of course, you know it's not always uh, it's not always like that. Sometimes you you, you get a pleasant drive transporting uh, a, an elderly patient from one place to another, but other times it can be quite nice and, uh, or it can be quite difficult. And of course, you know, now that I know you're in Detroit, I, I, I would definitely not be an EMT in Detroit. So you can leave me out of that one. But in, in any case, that's, that's cool. So, uh, after you get your certifications, you know, everything's done four months later, what's next for you? What are you, what, are you planning on, uh, going to the exact, like, do you have a, a hospital picked out or do you have a practice or, or anything? Um, no. So luckily, you know, with COVID and everything, um, medical systems are in high demand. So I basically have the freedom to go wherever I want. Um, love my parents, but I really hate being home or like near them. Like I have lived through four hours away, five, six, eight. Like I have always chose to live 
very far away from where my parents are. <laughs> no offense to them. I just really, I, I like my personal space. So in that department, I'm pretty much able to go wherever I want. And then after that, I will work towards gaining experience and hours so I can apply for physician assistant school so I can become, I guess, a pseudo doctor and get paid more essentially. So that's the plan, right? You, you kind of want to st- stay on that path. And is there is there anything else that, that it can lead to? Or is it kind of like where you settle for the time being? Uh, that's basically where I settle for the time being. If I was super enthusiastic and did not care about any part of my youth, or at least what's left of it, I could go from PA to like med school to become like a PhD doctor oh, and fall on a phys- physician. But, you know, I, I'm not... I'm not spending eight years in med school after PA school. So for those of you considering med school, have a think because it's quite some grueling work. I mean, if you enjoy it, it's great. But, uh, you know, listening from from someone who's been through the whole system and everything, that's offering a lot of valuable advice out there. But in any case, yeah, it's it's definitely a thing. So. What do you what do you think you'll be you'll be doing to do you think you'll have nearly as enough time when you're out there to kind of keep up with your gotcha or or is it something you're kind of going like all right I have time now I better savor this moment. Um, I I definitely think I have time. I think because I learned this through college and you know after being a doll for a while I feel like people who say who who don't have time probably have really poor time management skills. I feel like you can always make time for things that you genuinely enjoy. Um, you might think of it as like, oh, you have to sacrifice other things, but people probably just have different priorities. And I generally do like just relaxing, playing games. So I'll probably find ways and times to squeeze that in. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because um, I've seen, like I, I have a friend who works in a, in, a, in a medical field that I will not name. Uh, due to the nature of it, but she is into a lot of hardcore extreme sports like windsurfing and rock climbing and everything. And I and I came to realize it's it's that there's just um there it's just a lot of you know kind of stress relief. It's like oh gosh, I'm so busy doing all these you know different things at work, and it's it's so time consuming. I'm studying for exams that. I haven't had a chance to really go out. And and you guys out there who are still in school, you'll you'll understand this one day. Yeah, adult talk. Ooh, boomer. Uh, boomer VC. Part two, yeah. But uh there you but you guys really have it. Like you guys you guys really have it neat. Cause um there there's a part of you that doesn't or maybe for some of you there there's a part of you that hasn't really gone through uh, the factor of oh gosh, I have no time to do this. Maybe some of you do. I know. I know for a fact some of you definitely understand that there's no time to do X, Y, and Z. But it'll all. But you know, at some point, it'll all come winding back, and you'll find yourself wanting to do and actually doing some of the more exciting things in life. So you know, don't worry about it. You'll 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 have your chance. Is what we're saying. And also, you have your chance to do gotcha as well, kind of like moist here. And uh, so. What so? What was it about? So when we're talking about gotcha, you say okay, I've kind of quit Genshin Impact. What what it, what aspect of it uh, did was was the well sort of the final nail in the coffin for you? Was it like just the time investment? Was it you know the system? Was it the lack of interest in the events? Um. So I 
am normally like a perfectionist when it comes to games. Like when I first started Genshin, I think I was like AR 35 when I hit 100% exploration in every single part of the map. Um, I really like finding every single detail, every single ceiling, every single chest, like all that kind of stuff immediately. Um, I've had like multiple monitors and on my phone interactive maps. I've done, I don't even know what the stupid like dot markings are in the game anymore. I don't, I don't know if people actually use them. I did. And I would actively try to complete all that. I think when Inazuma came out, I was super excited for it, but I was dealing with a lot of like new work IRL and I just couldn't find the time to just sit down for like because I need to like binge it like I can't just start and stop I need to legitimately commit like eight full hours to just exploring everything and I just couldn't find the time to do it and I think as I got like lazier I found alchemy stars and then I found other games to play with my uh friends so I just kind of like forgot about Genshin oh dang yeah when it's it's I think that, you know, a good game is a good game and it'll keep you anchored, you know, for your own personal entertainment. But there's if there's like if your friends are playing this other game, it's a lot easier to kind of keep up. I guess there's more things to talk about, you know, during your social time. Right. Yeah. Think, do you think that's how it works? Or or I don't know, maybe maybe there's like this one particular game you're like, oh, yeah, you know, full investment. Nobody nobody's playing it, but I am and I will continue to do it. Uh, I don't think so. I think I've with like every game I've ever played, I eventually find a stopping point. Mm, gotcha. So there's no there's no full commitment into one game. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I think the only time I've actually ever had had a game forcibly stop itself, right? Was back in back in the day, there was a game called Maple Story. For those of you <laughs> who don't know, and Maple Story was a very, very different game back then <laughs> than it is now. Right? It was okay. So old Maple Story was legitimately like Discord. Like leveling was super hard, so a lot of people would just like chill in like public channels in Maple Story just to talk and hang out. Like it would just be like a full server of just people relaxing, spamming, chatting, shit posting, memeing. It's basically what Discord is today, but like in Maple Story form. More or less. It's it was it was kind of, it was just, you know, chillin'. Chillin' was kind of one of the aspects of the game. You'd hang out at what the free market <laughs> and uh and go through all these different sorts of things. You'd go to a map called Hennessy's, which is kind of like the starting point for everyone, and people would just kind of uh, hang out there as well. Uh, people would be flaunting their own uh, form of nitro, um, and there, which is called NX. And um, it, and would be sitting there. And I remember the the reason why I had to quit was not because it was becoming a problem for me, but what happened was that Hong Kong had made its own region for Maple Story, and what happened was they actually blocked Maple Global from my region, and I had no idea how to play. And it was awful because at that time, in middle school, I didn't actually exactly have a concept of a VPN, nor could I actually afford a VPN service. So... What we ended up doing was we used this really, really dodgy thing called AOL Dialer. And I bet everyone's going like, what the heck is AOL? 
uh, and it's this really, really old service um, that used to kind of incorporate a lot of different things, such as your news, your mail, um, your dial-up, every, everything. You, you, I don't know. You might have heard the soundbite that just goes, you've got mail. That's the one. That's the, that's the service that, that, that does that. And so we, we took advantage of its dialer, and, uh, and we did that. Oh, my God, is it your birthday? I think it is your birthday, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, false alarm. It's it's Moist's birthday every day. So yeah, that was the one. Do you, you ever play Maple Story? I played it excessively as a kid. Like every single bit of my allowance went towards Maple Story. Like I was I was swiping hard on Maple Story. Oh my god, yeah. Was it the uh the NX part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so NX is the kind of like the 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 currency you can buy in the game, and it doesn't really help you, so to speak. It just gets you uh, uh, pretty looking clothes and add-ons and all these other things, like these ornamental things you can kind of put on yourself. And actually, I think they 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 actually made tradable NX a feature now in in the current Maple Story, actually. Yeah, but before that, it was it was. You know, you couldn't trade it. You can buy. You could only buy it. Uh, everybody's ha wishing you happy birthday now in chat, which is kind of funny. It's not his birthday, but feel free to. Why not? It's his birthday every day. His he said he did say his DMs were open. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, man. It's uh yeah. What you ever play RuneScape? Yeah, I think. I forgot what the other one was called. Was it Adventure Quest or something? I think that and like RuneScape was like my like first like I guess quote unquote games online. Yo, let's go. Battleon.net. Did you uh fall there, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you fall for the scam where it was like, Oh, you found this like amazing sword. Uh you have to um, you have to pay like ten dollars to unlock its usage. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but there was... No, I don't think I've gone through the scam ones. But I know that, like, as a kid, I didn't, like, fake my birthday. So when I was, like, playing... Because, you know, for people who don't know I'm Korean, I was like, all right, gotta, gotta fit my stereotype. So I started playing StarCraft. And when I made my account, I put in my real birthday, and it rejected me, saying I'm too young. So I needed my dad's email and permission to play, which was hilarious, because I didn't... I don't know. I don't lie on the internet. Nobody lies on. I the was internet. gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna tell my real age. You know, they're a credible company. What are they gonna uh -huh. do? Not yeah. let me play an R-rated game? Yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs> That's not gonna happen, is it? So, so what did it end up? Were you were you good at the game? What do you think? Hell no. No. It was. Just I like was a... strolling around with my friends. Exploration of roots failed. But is there? Did you end up finding a game after after StarCraft that you kind of thought, "Hey, this is good." For example, Maple Story is Korean too. It's ne Nexon. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. So I played. Yeah, that's how I switched over there, and then went the usual dark path into League of Legends, and we all know the memes surrounding that. Oh, and then from no. there, you know, regular. Before, sorry, according to the VCs, you're still on League of Legends. I I am technically uh, I place 100% of the blame on uh, or what's, what's her name? 
um, haunted microwave cheese tea. Dana, hashtag 5814 for making me reinstall the game. Dana is going to bring the end of the Wangsheng Funeral Parlor. She is going to take us all down. You know, it's it's it looks like, you know, she she says she's retired, but no, the work isn't done yet. <laughs> she it's, the server's still running, <laughs> so she, she's not gonna stop until it's all over. Uh, which is kind of fun, and 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 of course, I'm I'm assuming just because of the success of the game, it's it, it's always there's always gonna be new meta involved, so the game itself isn't going away anytime soon. And neither are you, supposedly. No. I, I'm technically done with that. We only play, for people who play League, we only play ARAM, so it's not like we get really sweaty and play, like, ranked or, like, summoner rev type stuff. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to play casually, but it's not nice to, to keep people up till past their bedtime to play. <coughs> Dana? Uh, but... <laughs> I don't know. I say that, but I'm keeping you up and for for a considerable amount of time on your end. Because for me, it's like it's the afternoon. For for Moist over there, it's like past his bedtime, and he's graciously volunteered to do this podcast despite that. Um, so yeah, get th- get once again shout. Thank you again, Moist, for for joining me despite the uh, the the shitty time you have over there. It's okay. I'm basically up at this time anyways. My sleep schedule has been fucked up since day one. I joined the server. I see. Okay, so it's kind of one of the mill thing. So like so so grow so growing up in like sort of like a a traditional Korean family, did you did you ever like is it is it at a place where like a Korean you have a Korean community over there or is it something like you kind of had to like fit into to to sort of like maybe well, how do I put it? I guess the opposite of that, where it's just like, you know, a, a, a local suburban neighborhood. Uh, hilarious enough. So growing up, I was like the stereotypical, like I had my Asian clique and group. But uh, as soon as we moved, like after like elementary school and like we moved a lot, um, I full on what I like to call, I became a banana. I was yellow on the inside and white on the inside. I was the only Asian in high school, like in all grades, male or female. I was legitimately like an exotic animal to this new middle-class area of Caucasians. And it was, it was an experience. I mean, I didn't like, I didn't really mind. I wasn't going through some weird identity crisis. I was fine. I had made a bunch of good close friends, so it didn't really impact me that much. But I quote unquote forgot my native language, so I can understand Korean really well because I'm just used to my parents always speaking it, K-dramas in the background. But when I speak Korean, it's a little, like, choppy and kind of, like, accented, like an American accent. And my reading and writing of Korean is very subpar. So I've been very Americanized. Okay, that's that's fair. You know, it's kind of like a culture thing you grew up on. But when you see, like all these cool films that are actually coming out of Korea, like, for example, Squid Game, and also, oh, God, what was the other one that was very recent? Uh, 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 about that guy living in that house, uh, about that family living in that house. Oh, uh, Parasite. Parasite, yeah. Do you, do you, is there a sense of pride, or do you just go like, ah, well done? <laughs> Next one. I'm actually pretty happy. Um, I know I'm pretty excited, too, just when, like, 
Asian actors and actresses also get some fame, like with the new Marvel movie as well. So not even just like specifically towards Koreans, but pretty happy that people are really into Parasite and then we're into Squid Game. But honestly, y'all, if you like that kind of stuff and you're saying that you don't like anime bullshit, Squid Game is basically an anime. Literally the plot of like six animes. Yeah. Just live action. Get get you get your head out of the out of the uh, out of the sand. You're living in denial, and uh, go watch yeah. Dungan Rampa or something like that. I don't know. Like I I usually like those kind of death game sort of animes. I you know I've seen I think I've seen them all before, but there there's quite a, there's quite some out there. I, I don't know. Like there's Dungan Rampa and, and and what else? Like uh, oh God, I can't think of any off the top of my head right now. What would you say is like a similar anime to Squid Game? Just just to start the kiddos off, Death Parade. There we go. Future Diary, yeah. Future Diary is a bit of a death game. Mirai Nikki. It's like, uh, you know, Babby's first yandere, which is <laughs> quite you know quite something. It is a little bit. It 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 is a little PG. I have to warn you out. So so um, you know, I I can't say I I condone watching it, but I can't stop you at the same time. See you see you guys. I'm looking at the chat. You do know what's up. You, none of you seem to be living in too much denial at this point in time. Do you have any personal favorite sort of like death games, death game animes in your opinion, Moist? Um, no, I pretty much watch everything. I think the only stuff I don't really lock, like is like mech animes. But I am a big sucker for any rom-coms or trash isekai. I understand fully that they're trash. They're complete shit. Like I'm never going to ever say they're great. But they're fun to watch. Yeah, they're, they're, but I, I remember I was talking with you about this specific uh, topic, and I think you do have a few exceptions, right? For example, uh, Eureka Seven. Oh yeah, yeah, Eureka Seven. What is it like? The big name ones, uh, Code Geass, Gurren Logan, and Code Geass are like quote unquote the exceptions. But I guess like their plot is less about giant freaking robots fighting each other, more about like character development and like you know, government and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it. You know, mechas are kind of a side thing, and you know what? They they actually do look cool, right? It's it's actually pretty. It's actually pretty neat to to kind of see that. So so, do you have like a guilty pleasure in terms of rom com? Not currently. I've actually haven't been watching too much anime. I've been reading a lot of manga just because I can speed read and kind of like quote unquote save time, just because I don't have as much time to just sit around and watch anime. Um, right now, though, I'm watching with a friend. I think she's in here. We've been watching Psychopaths, so been enjoying that. Oh, 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 she indeed is in here. Yep, Mold, please speak up. I'm so sorry, by the way. I forgot to record your podcast. This is going to haunt me for days and days and days and days. But yeah, Psychopaths is great, particularly the first season. And the reason why is because it's written and I believe directed by Gen Urobuchi, who has done a lot of really, really good uh, works in general, like uh, Madoka Magica, you guys might know. He, I believe he wrote the script, and he directed Madoka Magica. He did. He played around with puppets. The show was called Thunderbolt Fantasy, and uh, he was doing, uh, I believe, a series called Gargantua. If, I, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, very, very super talented director. He's also often called Gen the Butcher too, as you'll find out why uh, if you look up specific an anime writ written and directed by him. 
Um, funny story, I actually had the pleasure of meeting Gen Urobuchi at one point. Yeah, which was quite oh. something. He actually popped down to my local anime con um, for a panel that he was given specifically on his works, right? And he actually, what happened was, it was quite kind of funny. Uh, the His co-host, the, the, the co-prompt guy who was supposed to, supposedly kind of a bit of his translator, asked him a question about the newest fake grand order uh story he he had written and he kind of paused he, he and his publicist kind of paused there for a little bit and then he, he was just like uh are you supposed to be asking us this question because like it's not even out in the chinese version yet like isn't this a huge spoiler and then he and then the guy just looked at everyone's like don't worry about it like no one plays the chinese version here we all we all play the japanese version for 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 obvious reasons, then everyone just sort of laughed in the honest. He's like, okay, okay, I'll, you know, I'll carry on explaining the whole thing. But yeah, he's a heck of a guy. We had, and then you know we had an autograph session afterwards, and I have his autograph just actually sitting in my little case right there. It looks. It, I'll see if I can get a picture of that up there, but it looks like a bunch of chuny bio scribbles, and you'll you'll see you'll see why in a bit. But uh, yeah, you, you you ever attend any local anime cons yourself? No, I don't think I would. I feel like I've always said this a lot throughout this podcast slash radio. No offense. I don't really want to like really go to a con or like interest in that kind of stuff. I think like Nendroids and stuff like that are cool. And I appreciate people who like, you know, have like figurines and stuff like that. Like I wouldn't ever look down on it, but I just, I don't think I could ever go. I don't know if that's due to a lack of self-confidence or just not wanting to be in a large crowd but never actually yeah. was really curious or interested in that kind of scene. Yeah, I got you, man. It can be, it can be quite wild sometimes. Uh, reason I, I went largely was because a lot of my friends were going to, and you know, things done with friends are quite easy, right? It's easy. And they're, they're quite comfortable to do, but once you get really deep into the pocket of it all, that's, that's when, you know, you kind of start having a fun uh, yeah, in regards to merchant figurines, that's a slippery slope. You should never do that. And I'm talking from experience. Don't ever buy figurines or merchandise. Your your room's going to be full of it. Like, it's it's a mistake. Don't do it. If you're already doing it, you should stop right now. It's it, it'll it only you you only lose <laughs> from this. Unless un, un, unless funnily enough, you 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 choose to not open the box and then some of them actually accumulate in value have i ha, actually have I, have I ever told you about my nendoroid coin scheme moist you have not oh that's okay interesting enough so what happened was i think on a whim i bought two nendoroids right satania from uh gabriel dropout and rimuru from slime uh so these were the first ones they did, right? As far as I'm concerned, there's actually another Rimuru out there that is the Demon Lord version. Now, these two Nendroids had been accumulating value since I'd got them, and just due to my sheer laziness, I never opened them, right? And a cup, like, just out of the blue, one of my friends was talking they were talking about nendroid retail values and i said oh i have, I have a few nendroids lying around can you help me check you know these and i brought up rimuru and i brought up satania and my friend said listen 
unopened, you can sell them for about 200 bucks each, 200 USD. And I bought them for maybe what, about 40 bucks USD, 45? And so I said, I can't, well, you know, I, so they're definitely worth something if you if you keep them in the box. So all I did was I I sold them to my friend for 100 together because I didn't want to deal with the hassle of having to sell them, uh, you know, overseas and everything, and then you got to sort out the shipping. But I still made about 100% of the money back and and double. So, which was pretty, which worked out pretty well for me. And I thought, hey, this would be a cool thing to do. All I got to do is just, you know, I'm just going to stuff mine androids on in my little plastic container that I have on my desk, appreciate them, and then when I get sick of them, I'll just sell them off. So that's my Nendroid coin scheme, guys. You don't don't invest in crypto, invest in Nendroids because those will accumulate value over time. Having said that, just like your crypto, you got to be careful because you need to invest in the right characters. So, so far, I've bought two Guras, two Gura Nendroids. I've bought one Hosho Marine Nendroid in the hopes of, that they will accumulate over time. And I definitely know they will. And I knew that because the Gura Nendroids, they sold out within the first day. This is the first run of the Gura Nendroids. And so much so, they had to have a second one ready for most of them. I don't know what happened. I don't know why Gura is so popular, but her Nandroids just sold out. And that's very, very uncommon. It was to the point that Good Smile's website also crashed, which is also a very uncommon thing. And for those of you who looked on Ami Ami, uh, usually they have, they, they go, oh, you, you know, we have a limit order just in case stock runs out, right? And you go, haha, stock will never run out. Guess what? Stock ran out that day. And it was very, it was like an insane thing. So, yeah. Are you into VTubers, by the way, Moist? I am not. I know, like, the famous memes pertaining to some of them. But I I actually do, have not, like, watched a single VTuber. No, that's fine. It was, was it kind of like, like, I wonder how you, how you kind of first approached that concept. Because, you know, when I did, I was kind of like, oh, I don't get it. Like, I... At that time, of course, I'd never watched a single VTuber video. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cringe. Um, I don't know about this. You know, it's it's just Japanese VTubers, and now, now they have an English version. And then I kind of wa- I sat down, I watched uh, uh, Mori Calliope, and I was like, oh, this is cringe. She's so cringe. And then the more I watched, the more I, I was into it. And before I knew it, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of sucked in to the, to the black hole. So... That was my experience with it, but I don't know if it's kind of the same as yours. I don't know. Have you, have you watched like a full thing to the end, sort of, or like a, a, a no? Long I don't version? think I have the patience for it. I've seen like the compilations of just the meme stuff, but that's about it. Mm. Yeah, it's fair enough. And you know, for me, it's it's not like I purposely go on and uh, to watch a, a VTuber. It's it's something that if if it just pops up on my YouTube page, and sometimes it does. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and see what's up with it. But yeah, you know, like you, I suppose I'm, I'm kind of kept up with the memes. But, you know, the it's funny because uh, Eng- Hololive English is surprisingly popular over here in my country. Because you'd think that the Japanese VTubers would be the most dominant ones, right? But 
funnily enough, over in Asia, it's the Hololive English ones that are actually very popular. I actually don't know if it's con like if it's conversely on your end. It's like I don't know. Oh, the Japanese ones are more popular than the English ones, vice versa. Do you do do you happen to know? Zero clue. Almost Zero negative clue. clue. Negative clue. Well, maybe some of you guys would know out there. If so, if one of you finds the answer, let me know because I'm actually quite curious myself. Okay, so no, no, so off the merchandise, Hollow Lives a no go. Now let's talk about the person in your profile picture, the GIF that you just posted. Who is that for people who don't know, and why? <laughs> All right, so. Usually there's a stereotype, right, on Discord that guys have girl P PFPs, right? So it's like, all right, I'm above that. I'm male. I go by he and him. So I'm going to use a male PFP. So obviously I chose the most obvious male character in all of the anime universe, Hideri. And ever since I made this my PFP, I have been unable to switch out. I have attempted to switch my PFP a few times, but people get genuinely confused when I switch out my PFP. It's like, oh, I thought, why did you switch out of Hedera? It's like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm sorry for switching it out. Let me switch it back. I only think there's been a handful of people who assumed I was a girl based off my PFP, but every single time I bring up the fact that I have a male PFP, so I am technically a dude. And uh, for those of you who don't understand or don't know where it's from, wh which anime is it from? This is from Blend S. Oh, is for it anybody who that? does not know. I think, no, it's just one season. It's one season. Worth watching, in your opinion? If you just want hilarious fun, yeah. There's, like, no deep plot. There's no deep meaning. There's no serious development. It is just random slice of life fun. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the typical takes place in a cafe sort of thing, right? Like, uh, I think one of the most notable ones is uh, what's it called again? Uh, I know this one. It's the it, the cafe is called the Wagneria. Oh, I forgot the name of it. Why am I blanking out today? Uh, do you know Moist? It's 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 mm, like one of the no. big ones. Uh, it's it's the it's it's pretty old too. It's like ah. Uh, I know you. I know one of you guys know out there. You're probably just not listening to what I'm saying, <laughs> but it's the cafe is called the Wagneria. It's about it's about a it's about a a dude goes in, works at a cafe. His name is Soma, I think. And then there's this girl who's uh who's afraid of men. This chill manager, this waitress who has like a who has like a uh, kat who always has like a katana with her. And then there's a there's a cook that looks like Sanji who smokes and everything. Oh, what was the name? Do any of you guys actually not know what it is? Okay, I'm going to look this up. Fine. Working. It's called Working. Have any... That's another... Uh, that's another yeah, I've watched that too. Yeah, exactly. How could I forget the name? Working. Uh, and the second season is Working with two exclamation marks. That's the approach that they took. Quite a nice, quite a nice lighthearted series. I'd recommend it for those of you who kind of like the cafe setting of things. And I think there's another one called, uh, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, uh, is the order a rabbit? That's another good one that, uh, it's, it's a nice cutesy moe one, but it has its moments in my opinion. So exclamation, speaking of exclamation marks, 
When I type double exclamation mark moist, what happens? It will uh, it will show a picture that randomly in Staff Lounge, which is one of our staff channels, Wagashi randomly said, like, this picture reminds me of you. And I was like, does it? And I was like, yeah. So it is now a command for anybody who wants to occasionally type in any of the channels in the server. So this is you now. You're no longer a trap. You're the real deal. I am I am the real deal now. You are the real Along deal. Along with this wonderful sticker of my <laughs> chibi radio debut. And who drew that? Anybody you know, good question. I keep on forgetting. It was uni, right? Yeah, yeah, it was uni. Oh, it was uni. Good on you. Well, maybe uni, if you're listening to this, you can you can help Moist with a second sticker for second radio debut. <laughs> That would work. That'd be cool, right? I hope we can get together with the Twitch team to do uh, to do some sort of thing with uh, with, with interactive uh, chibis. But unfortunately, I do not have the technology, the sufficient technologies to do this. Uh, so uh, I don't have a chibi myself. Uh, funnily enough, when I was asked to, to host, well, to do a small segment on the Grammys, I was asked by the team if I had a chibi. Right. And I think my my answer to that was I, I, I don't have a chibi, but I do have a custom sticker I drew, but I don't think it would fly. So, so this is my OC right here. Uh, don't ask me the origin of this. Maybe I will answer that question one day. But uh, <laughs> that that's me. And so I said, you know what? You know, worst case, if you want to do chibis, worst case scenario, put a, a paper bag over my head. And do the le- and draw the Lenny face on it, and I will be perfectly satisfied with that. If if any if there are any artists listening out there, you could do that for me. That would be great. Just a uh, just a plastic bag over a generic character and a Lenny face on the plastic. No, not the plastic bag. The uh, paper bag. Plastic bag would be would uh wouldn't end well. I I need to breathe. But yeah, that's cool. So you're you're cannot you're canonically, so you're canonically a character in Blend S. And is that someone you would have chosen for yourself, or is that someone just given to you? Um, I, it's, it's just chosen by myself. There's like a funny like frame in the anime that I used for like a large portion of my like Osu profile pick. So I just transferred it over to Discord whenever I first joined the server. Oh, I see. I see. So the so pe- people will universally know you. They look at it and they go, "Yep, that's that's moist right there." And yeah, I see you have it as your banner too, which is which is something. You're really owning that look. Gotta gotta represent. Gotta represent. So how how would you rank all the waitresses in Blend S? Like if you were to give them an identity from Smile Sweet Sister Sadistic. Um, to prevent FBI investigation. All the ones old. <laughs> All the which old I think is like ones. three of them. Okay, well we'll make, we'll we'll do a bit of a loophole here from the most hilarious. How about that? Wink, wink. Oh, hilarious <laughs> at the top. Hilarious, the hilarious, the most hilarious. Everybody else is just background characters. 
background characters. Yeah, essentially, yeah. It's there's a, there's like a, a you know each of them have have their own perks and everything of that sort. I haven't watched it myself, shamefully, but I I've watched enough clips to know and understand. Uh, you know, there's there's a thing. Oh, someone drew a, 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 a spent ten thousand hours in MS Paint and drew me a nice little icon. That's awesome. I'll definitely I'll definitely make use of that someday. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure the Twitch guys can help me out with this. <laughs> Hopefully, if we if we ever come to that, that is. Yeah, but I I don't think so. I, I don't even think that we can. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, for for sure, it's uh it's this sort of thing. So, you've been in this server since it the beginning, right? Or even before that, I suppose. So so no, I actually joined. No, so this server was created before Christmas in December. I joined in February, so I joined like what two months after it was created. I think back when we were like fifteen k, no, like twenty k. I don't even know how many people are in this server when I first joined. Hmm. So okay, so it was fifteen k, and and did Dana drag you in here? Oh no no no! This is this is purely my choice. When I was just looking for a way to get more answers on Hu Tao, and ironically enough, the Reddit brought me here instead of Hu Tao mains. I didn't even know Hu Tao mains was like a thing. I didn't know about the full-on drama between this server and HTM until a little bit later, after I got to know some of the admins. Which I, see. I don't even know how. I mean, I do know how. It was just like the most random situation. I was just randomly shitposting all the time, doing popcorn emotes. I got dragged into like one huge drama situation, and then I got pulled into a... Oh, fun fact. I created a joke of a server suggestion to create a dating sim for this server. And um, the lovely staff member named Sefi decided to ping and tag me in a message saying, do you want to make this? And I said, yes. Not understanding the full consequences behind my action, where I joined staff of the server originally to make a dating sim for staff members. And all good memes, nothing serious, right? It wasn't like an actual dating sim. It was mostly just a hilarious thing, which was hilarious, and which is still readily available in the server. And somehow that led me to become event staff which led me to trial mod which led me to mod which led me to admin and you know the funniest thing out of all of this this is the second server that i've joined where they have actually actively made a staff dating sim the second one implying that there are more out there right this the first one that i'd ever joined that actually attempted to make a, a staff dating sim was a music project. And my they had my route nailed down, right? Funnily enough, and I'm not insinuating anything whatsoever with this, and I, I hope that they, they themselves weren't insinuating anything, but my route was the high school drug dealer. And the only way to get to my route was to fail all your courses and to fail all your social interactions. That would un- unlock my route, <laughs> which is quite an interesting prospect. And they, they, it was funny because like they gave me sunglasses and a top hat as well. I looked like Willie. I looked like Willy Wonka in his prepubescent years, <laughs> which was you know interesting. I, I loved it to be honest. Like I, I loved it 
to bits. I thought the idea was hilarious, but the the fact of the matter is, yeah, this is the second server I've been to, um, which, which has done a dating sim. How far are you guys into it? Actually, I haven't I haven't really. I, the channels are visible <laughs> to me, but no. we we've made zero. It's because as soon as we wanted to do more, that's when we've been dragged into other staff roles, and we're definitely not forced by otaku to do other work so we haven't really touched it for the last like few months at all ever since like the quote-unquote beta was created i don't think we've even glanced at it just because we've been so busy so if you guys want to play the dating sim for staff members you know make yourselves known so that maybe may, and maybe just maybe we'll get on working on it because we need that motivation you see we're all so busy with uh, other things in general. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness. That's... Oh, gosh. We have a, we have Chibiard right now. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to save this and attach this to, the, to, the, uh, to some of the things. That, we, we officially have our podcast week one Chibis right there. Now we just need one for part two. So if you could do one for uh, for Moist over there and sub in the uh, oh oh she's she's definitely in. This is why Mold is the MVP. You see? Do you see this, Moist? <laughs> I see. That's it. it. That's the one. I paper bag over my head with the Aranaika face. That's the that that is definitely the one. That's the one for me. Funnily enough, when when I had when I when I. I used to Snapchat people. I got pretty decent at drawing that face. And I used to just put it everywhere on normal object, household objects. <laughs> and I would send it out to people like that. And they'd be like, DC, what the hell is this? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It's up to your, it's up to your own interpretation, my dudes. But uh, it, it's definitely a thing. I eat crabs. Yeah, how are you doing today? <laughs> I became a banana. Yeah, that, that, that's, pretty, that's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you did so? Did you, speaking of that, did you so? Did you watch Shang Chi yourself, by any chance? I have not yet. I heard it was really good, but guess I'm just gonna just slowly wait for it to be either leaked, so I can watch it legally online, or <laughs> eventually pop up on Disney Plus. WFP does not condone any form of piracy whatsoever. We just need to put that out there just in case. All right, I'm at the Blu-ray. Any, any legal disclaimers, we do not endorse or, or participate in any act of privacy. Please don't strike us down, almighty, all the foxes admin from Discord. Thank you. So, <laughs> having said that, it's, qu it's quite interesting when, when you say that because I I'm saying purely for educational purposes, right? Um, because it happens, right? When 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 you go out uh, to, especially to college or uni, uh, what do you use the public Wi-Fi for? A lot of people like to actually torrent uh, files, right? And be coming from a college in Canada, interestingly enough, we found out that if you're downloading anything illegal, or if someone is downloading anything illegal, and it happens to catch the eye of said uh, company that owns that content, and if they're in the U.S., right, they're up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going and ask you about it later. So they they have to they're obligated to send you. A, uh, uh, a, a takedown notice, right? Yeah. And but mm -hmm. the ISP that you're using 
is only obligated to serve that to you. They don't have to take any action whatsoever. And that's how you get away with it. The only way you can get, um, you can sort of get penalized for this is if you explicitly tell the, uh, the other party or company at hand, hey, I'm going to make a trip down to the U.S., so why don't you send me your, uh, your subpoena right here? And then you go down to the U.S. yourself. That's the only way for them to get you. If you don't do that, you're perfectly golden as far as the legal eye is concerned. That's the legality of it for you boys and girls. I'm not encouraging anything. I'm just telling you what your rights are. And this is an educational podcast. It's not an instruction or anything whatsoever. I don't endorse any of it. TM. <laughs> just uh, just, just saying. But I don't know how it works in the U.S. though. They can probably... Because like, I'm, I'm assuming people still do it. So maybe it's not yeah. enforced. Or maybe it's like not exactly uh, something that is, is looked you know, kind of like investigated. Uh, and uh, in, interestingly enough, in Hong Kong, our ISPs, we all go to one location. All our IPs. They don't go to the specific, um, they don't go to the specific regions of Hong Kong. It all just points to one region, which is extremely neat if you're, you know, if you're trying to ha have privacy in your, in your legal activities, to which I'm not endorsing, by the way. It's just educational. It's just what happens. And there is our wonderful art done by Mold, the real MVP here. I'm going to save that. You'll be able to see this through our uh, be our beloved archive folder, which we are attempting to make um, or going to make at this point. Yeah, thank you for your services. Once again, shout out to Mold for making this banner for us. It's a lovely banner. Um I got quite overly emotional about it. I know I shouldn't, but I did. You know, it's kind of like, oh my god, it's a banner, and it's for this show, and it looks great, and it actually, and it actually looks cool. So, shout out to Mold again for 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 drawing this beautiful banner. So you say that, because interestingly enough, I I, I kind of heard that that your that was made for your radio debut. So what was your previous radio debut? Like, what was the first one that you did? Um, I think that was my first one. I know there was there's like a normal version of it without the mustache, but essentially it was the same picture. So, where, was this like a private event or was it like a public thing that you that you? Did? Oh no, this is for what was it? Fifty k event or hundred k? No, hundred k. Yeah, hundred k. Where we had like radio sessions as like kind of like quote unquote filler to like fill in our servers event when we had a little bit of downtime on the uh, weekdays. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So this was a whole thing. This was like the lead-up to the grand finale of it all. Mm -hmm. Man, I got to tap into that technology. Again, you know, if you... Hmm, I don't know. Would you guys like to watch this on Twitch and watch little avatars move, or would you guys like to sit in and kind of like do your own thing? Well, <laughs> while, while we, <laughs> Morst and I, just kind of banter about up to you guys, uh, leave suggestions in... Actually, you can't leave suggestions. We're not giving you that option. We're not asking. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, and may maybe maybe we can force our art team to get to work on it. I don't know. That'd be that'd be pretty neat though. Um, I don't honestly. I would. I don't want anything extravagant for my chibi. I'm I'm perfectly satisfied with a paper bag over my head. Again, like that's me. Like this. This to me is perfection. 
Like I, I do not ask for anything more than that. So that would be nice. Um, but, but other than that, yeah. So 50, so 50 K, um, Oh no, so no, sorry, not 50k. 100k was actually the first time I kind of made my presence known um throughout that. So it was a whole thing that was uh throughout the server. It was a it was a creatives sort of event, right? If uh yeah. if I'm Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And um <clears throat> and how so how did you guys come up with the prompt for that? Was that something that was just, you know, did you have something like that in fifty K before? Or is that something that uh you guys were just like, hey, why don't we just do this? Because there's so many creatives on the server. So originally because we we're trying to find a way for because there was an issue well not an issue, but we were discussing how like basically a lot of the community did not know staff members or at least mods was how it originally came to be and how I thought about it. And I know when you brought up the radio thing, it worked out very uh, conveniently and well because I originally wanted something of like an AMA type situation with staff members. Because every single time where we've had the community engage with the mod teams or like basically mods, head mods or admins, people seem to be a lot more understanding, which makes sense because you know, you put a personality and you put a human to a name so you're not you're not you're not obviously just always tilted or always salty and always just screaming mods are stinky and like basically just clowning in a server where you know maybe some sort of maturity should be in place so you don't you know look like a freaking clown so i wanted a situation where people can just hang talk with staff members and i feel like events well as our events were getting bigger uh event team wanted to engage more i know tria wanted to engage more and have something in between uh, we technically or he technically got the idea with the chibi stuff because we i don't know if people in here know of like offline tv but they have like chibis with like their mouths moving recently or like not recently but like a few weeks ago and we thought that was like super cool and super cute and it didn't like you know require like a full-on like rig or like a v2 model it was just really quick just have the mouth of a picture move up and down so we thought that was very simple and uni who is in chat right now was kind enough to bless us with different variations and custom chibis for each of the members during 100k to talk with their uh mouth moving chibis very nice and is uni taking commissions right now or is that something is it a more that private is, thing that is Why a good question right now hey uni are you taking commissions right right now and let's wait for the reply and she is okay so if you guys are looking for uh anything uh to do with art uh you you're more than welcome to contact uni who will absolutely do it for her and she's going to post her details in chat right now post her details here right now low wink yeah Sharp Here, I can upload the two that <laughs> she basically made. Yeah. This podcast so is sponsored by Raid Channel Legends. Type WFP fifteen for fifteen percent off. No, I'm not gonna go. We're we're not we're not sponsored by that, just to be clear. That was a meme. Please don't sue us. But uh yeah, that will be that will definitely that's definitely a thing. Um yeah, which is pretty, which is pretty, which is pretty neat. It's uh, it, it's you guys have a lot of talent here, which I'm slowly kind of discovering, uh, 
after some time. And it's quite neat, you know, because like, well, in a sense, it's neat. But on the other hand, you know, bearing the staff tag uh, can kind of be a little bit. How do I put it? Um, It can kind of be a little bit intimidating for some people, I understand, because sometimes I kind of randomly join voice chat because funnily enough, uh, a lot of you guys are in the voice chat. But you hardly talk. And I don't know if it's a, uh, you know, just don't feel like it. You're not in the right environment to do so. You're shy or anything like that. But when they see me and they they, they, they kind of, you know, kind of check me out. Who am I? They look at, click over in profile and they go, staff. Ah, oh, it's over, guys. We're going. And I'm like, the only thing I do here is I run this podcast. And I also, you know voice things once in a while i have no real power if you break a rule i'm just gonna be like okay that was funny <laughs> but yeah, probably, or i'm probably gonna go like maybe you shouldn't do that but i i don't have much power here you know i'm not i'm not a i'm, I'm you know unfortunately for me i don't possess those perms to to take action so if you ever see me in vc just come over and talk and i think if you see uh over if you go over and uh moist is in there i bet he'd be willing to talk as well unless of course uh they're doing uh they're they're doing their ARAM. Oh, and Uni has posted um, their website for social media. So if you ever need anything, uh, any pieces of art done, chibis, I'm assuming, or any characters of that sort, you can go to https colon slash slash what was it Di- diconuni dot card spelled with two r's dot co. So that's diconuni dot card dot co, which is I'm assuming that's her call page, which is pretty neat. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna head in there just to see what what's up inside, what's in there. Oh, that's quite cute. So it's it's basically it is basically just a uh, a thing with all her or his uh, things. Oh, commission TOS. I may not edit artwork without permission. Dang, there, there goes that idea. Can't edit artwork. I was thinking about putting like sunglasses or two on there. Ah. <sighs> Well, there goes that idea. Sorry, folks. It's all chibi. Chibi commissions are over. It's dead. Dream's gone. But uh, <laughs> now nah, we'll we'll see if if enough of you guys are are interested in in talking chibis, maybe maybe we'll get something done. Uh, there it is. No Mora, the out of Mora banner. But yeah, that that'd be that'd be a cool thing. So it, yeah, it's it's one thing that I was p- quite pleasantly surprised by. Again, is just the amount of art people in the server. I don't know if you if it's just me, or or if you find that sort of phenomenon quite interesting, uh, moist. Yeah, I know. Like, so first before the art was mostly we used to have a lot of like impromptu karaoke's. Uh, back in the day, as I would say as a boomer, where we would have VCs full of like 20 to 30 to like sometimes 60 people just hanging out and singing. And I've met a lot of people through it. I originally started being active in the server because I joined one of the server karaoke's and just listened to the handful of very talented singers we have here. And I feel like every single time we do host a karaoke, uh, we just find more and more talent. And I just genuinely surprised about how talented people are uh, i've recently been looking at more of the art stuff since i do have to manage some of the art teams and stuff like that but in general a lot of talented people in here a lot of people yeah. who just i don't know blow my mind 
Yeah, it's quite. It, I I've been like listening to a part of the impromptu karaoke's too, and if you guys are interested, you may or may not catch them in there. If ever, it, usually the telltale signs, in my opinion, and don't take this for guarantee. But usually when I go down to a VC and everyone except one person is muted, usually there's an impromptu karaoke going on, where someone is singing. So. If, if you'd like to participate, what I do is I quietly join in with my mic muted, and then I kind of listen just to see what's going on. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of people have a lot of talents. And I can see from, from the Out of More chat, a lot of people don't know they have that talent. I'll put it that way. So don't be shy. I think that everyone, you know, regardless, everyone has that part of them that wants to sing. That wants to kind of get that melody going, you know, whether it's a song that they like or whether it's a song that they've heard so much it's become an earworm, which means it's stuck in your head. You should go out and do it anyways. You should join karaoke. You should just sing your heart out. You know, everyone, nobody's judging. I'm looking at you, Morris. You said you're retired from singing. I know that's not true. We're going to force you to sing your way, <laughs> whether it's on this podcast or the next one. You're going to you're going to be singing. And uh, it's definitely it's it's something fun, you know. It's some it's uh, definitely it doesn't matter what level you are. You're gonna have people who are good at it. Some people born with talent. Some people who've put in the hard work. But either way, what it is is just an outlet for fun. And I think that's one thing that's cool about the servers that there are a lot of people out here who are not afraid to essentially go out, step out into the limelight, and sing. And it encourages, it's it's kind of encouraging because a lot of people, I see a lot of people have started to kind of, you know, unmute their mics and talk for a bit or even sing if they want to. It's a, it's a very heartwarming thing. And for those of you who are listening, you know, if, if you see me chilling in VC talking to people, like, come, come and talk to me, man. It's like, I'm no stranger or anything. I'm just chilling. Uh, I, I obviously, I love to talk. Hence, I wouldn't be here running this little podcast right here. Um, so you're more than welcome and. And uh, yeah, we're, you know, us staff guys, we're, we're no strangers. We're just normal people. We're just overly enthusiastic about what we do to the point that we can do it somewhat well. Well, yeah, for real. I, I remember when we did like even like staff surveys of just like an anonymous feedback and people are like genuinely wrote down that they find like head mods or admins like very intimidating and scary. And I, I thought it's funny not to like undermine them. Or like people in the community who think I'm like super strict or super mean and all this kind of stuff is I find it hilarious because I think the people who know me a little bit better like personally or just have seen me chat in channels know that I am no better than most of the shit posters in this in like all of the communities and stuff. So definitely don't feel afraid. Talk ping like honestly I know some people get upset about it, but you can honestly ping me whenever. Like I find no issues with it. Because I just answer or look at the pings whenever I'm free. So it's not like, oh, I got pinged. I need to like look at it and get annoyed by it. So it's like, literally, if you have any questions, if you're if I'm in VC, you can join. As long as you're fine with me either just randomly humming a song because I'm playing Osu or just making random like League or Valorant callouts. And you don't care about that. Um, I'm not the best conversationalist unless it's like Boomer VC time. So for anyone who's a Boomer, you're free to join that. But... For any of the younger crowd, it gets pretty spicy, so I probably would have to kick you out. <laughs> Mod abuse. Mod abuse. But yeah, Mo no, definitely. Mo Moist is a very approachable person. Just don't piss him off or he's going to eat your soul. So be careful with that. No, no, no. He's, he's cool. He's actually one of the first guys I talked to on here. Um, so it, it's pretty neat. Uh, it, it, 
definitely. And anyone with the staff rule in general, you know, we're just we're just here quiet for quite some bit. Sometimes, most often, uh, more than a bunch of you guys. But and it's totally chill. And I think that you know, I've I've spoken to Otaku a couple of times. I'm memed around with him. You know, I think uh, you know. Of all the people, in my opinion, to be scared of, it would probably be the guy with the crown, right? The guy who actually owns the server and all. Because he's the guy who wields the almighty, you know, hammer, the crown, the king of this server, the emperor, you know. He's, and I, I've, it's funny. I'll tell, I'll tell you a funny story of what happened. I saw that Otaku was testing out a bot, right, since Rhythm died. And this, I think, I can't remember which, uh, where this was. I think this was in Staff Lounge, right? And he was testing out a bunch of specific commands that ran through JavaScript. And one of the commands was for a bot to send a message into a specific channel, right? And I thought, hey, and I, and I said to him, hey, can I try something? He said, yeah, sure, go ahead. And I wrote, the, I, wrote um, I got the ID channel id through spe specific means of the leaks channel that is uh that is usually very obscured by uh permissions and everything and so i sent in i decided to i copied the leaks id channel and i put it a message that said due to compliances or something along the lines of due to compliances with mihoyo we have recorded all user ids of this channel and of course it didn't work, right? But, but you know, Otaku sort of did things like, yeah, as if I'd let you do that. And then straight after, he does it himself. He posts it, and the command goes through. And the story goes is that Yami was was eating her noodles, and as soon as she saw that, she spat it right out and started to panic. <laughs> right? And, uh, and so <laughs> it was... It was the funniest thing ever because, first of all, I didn't think he, the guy would do it, right? I I didn't think he would follow through with it. I I just thought, hey, you know, I just wanted to troll a little bit, and uh, I I just wanted to uh, I just wanted to have a bit of fun, see if that command worked. And Otaku himself was like, all right, you're a little baby, but watch this. He, he he sent the command. The bot went into leaks, the leaks general, and Yami freaked the hell out and she's gonna find a screenshot for you which i will kind of include in the materials i think i've got the screen well, I, I, i'm not gonna look for it but uh and i i don't i'm i didn't exactly ask yami how much she had panicked but for her to spit out her noodles on her computer screen at the office it must have been quite a sight for her co-workers and everyone around her but yeah otak you know otak super approachable super memeable with i think he's I haven't talked with him much, to be honest, but I think that a lot of the staff here are super chill, and I think that you should definitely uh, talk to them, because honestly, I consider myself new here too, and I think that it's it's quite a, uh, it's quite a bespectacle, bespectacle, bespectacle looking at these guys and uh, seeing how they interact. I don't know if that's how you felt on your first day here, Moist. Well, maybe maybe it was easier for you because there are probably less people on the staff team. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely easier before. I think that I think there's even a few staff members that I, I legitimately have not even talked to yet. But I'm also invisible 24-7, so not their fault. Yeah, you are by request only. Ah, oh, there it is. 
<laughs> there it is. In okay, in compliance. Ah, that's what I wrote. In compliance with. So I got the bot to say in compliance with the DMCA takedown notice. All user IDs in this channel have been forwarded to Mihoyo. <laughs> And then shortly after, he sent the DM, just kidding, have some cookies. <laughs> and ever since then, the biggest joke, we, we didn't even send them the cookies. <laughs> Joke's on you guys. No cookies for you. Ah, uh, that's, that's great. That was funny. I'm sorry, but that was worth every minute of doing. I'm so glad he followed through with that. You know, Otaku, if you're listening, thank you for being such a team player. You're the real MVP of the server. <laughs> so, yeah, if you ever... Uh, by the way, ask, uh, ask Yami about who's on the next banner. That's that's one thing I gotta, I gotta put out there, too. Uh... <laughs> don't. Don't. Don't ask her. Don't. 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 Don't ask her. Don't do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, you see, the, the funny thing was Yami thought this was gonna be a Moist Bullying podcast, but, you know, at the end it kind of flipped around and now it's a Yami Bullying podcast, which is a little bit funny. Um, Morris is just chilling, having the time of his life right now. Um, but Hell yeah, yeah, which is which is pretty neat. You see, it, it's it's those kind of light heart, light hearted sort of conversations and interactions that I quite enjoy with you guys. And I think I can say the same for everyone in this sort of server, right? It's like, man, you can you can joke with us all you want. You can you know you can joke bully. Just never, no, don't go to the deep end though, because if you go if you go into the deep end, you make it personal. We're gonna have to bring the hammer of justice on you. I won't see to it personally, but maybe Moist will. Who knows? Yeah, it's uh, so it's at the time we're going to open the floor for a little bit of Q&A if you guys have any specific questions saved up uh, or if you just want to vibe along and kind of just chill and talk to Moist a little bit. He'll happily, uh, he'll happily. Oh, there's a question for me straight off the bat. DC, do you like candies? <sighs> you know, that's, that's quite an interesting question. Uh, I... Used well, I wouldn't say I used to like candies. I still do, but I think that over the years, I've kind of there are moments in time where I do have have uh, cravings for sweet tooth, right? Uh, and I sometimes, you know, I'll go out and get a boba. Sometimes I will go out and get some chocolate, but a lot less these days. What about you, Moist? You 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 a person that ha has any specific taste in candies? Uh, I like sour candies. But besides that, I don't really have a big sweet tooth. So for the most part, either sour candy or no candy. You know what's funny? Like there's a guy there's a guy that I know who's about my age and he's he loves sour candies, but he's he loves it to the point where I I, I don't know if it's specifically because it's sour and you know, because one of the, the hallmarks of anything that has that is super acidic is it's sour, right? But he's kind of done it to the point where his teeth have become super sensitive. Because it might have like burned a layer or something like that. Have you have you heard of that happening before? I have not, but I usually eat whenever I get like sour candy. I usually eat it enough where it starts to like hurt my tongue, which is the best stage to be in. So unless it's physically hurting me, it's not sour enough. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just people with sensitive teeth. <laughs> I'm one of them, honestly. But I get through with it through Sensodyne. Get get some at your local store. But uh, yeah, okay. Uh, no, Kid Gold asks, DC, what five stars do you own? I own every standard banner five star, and this and let's see, I own Klee, uh, I own Raiden, I own Hu Tao C One, 
Uh, I own C0 Ride and C3. I own... Uh, what other limited oh. five stars are there? Do you have your Paimon.moy stuff? Because they have a list of all oh, your characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just shoot my Paimon.moy stuff. My right. roster. Right, right. Gosh, I gotta, I gotta get to that. Uh, t -t 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 -t. So, okay. Roll in the next question while I'm looking for my Paimon.moy Paimon stuff. How do we become leakers? That's a question uh, for me, but I feel like you're better answering that, Moist. How do they become leakers? Oh, wait, where's that question? I don't even know where it is. Uh, any inquiries about joining League Team, please DM and ping Yami Breath. Um, <laughs> they are the person mainly in charge. I was recruited by Yami, actually, to join the translation team. But sadly, I was kicked out due to my lack of performance. But to be fair, my job was English to English translation, all right? Now, you might be thinking... What does that even mean? It sounds exactly what it means. I take English text and I convert it to English text. Now you might think that's useless. And you might think, what's the point of that? That's the point. There is no point. And I was unfortunately kicked due to Yami being a bully. Oh, public call out right there. Yami is a bully. <clears throat> a bully runs leaks. And you know what? Maybe using fear as a means of driving people to work is effective because we're 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 quite on top of our leaks. <laughs> so it's maybe I don't know maybe for that particular role, uh, it's 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 a thing. Well, they're they're going back and forth between texts now. Yami says, you know, Moist appointed himself, and now and now they're bringing Uba into this. I'm sorry, Ubacha. Uh, this has nothing to do with you, but you are getting the back. You're, you're getting everything that has to go with it. And also, I'm trying to find my uh, my roster here, but I can't. I don't use. I have never used Paimon.moe for the life of me to, to actually see. Is it under character? Uh, ah, boomer moment. Boomer moment. Uh, Discord. Uh, wish counter. Calculator. To-do list. Database. Is it in the database? Someone help me out here, please. I'm so lost. I can barely remember where I put my stuff. Please help me. I have Alzheimer's. Please help me. I have Alzheimer's. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, yeah, where is it in Paimon.moe? Anyways, where is my roster? Is it? It's not under the character tab, is it? Oh, yeah, it should be character tab. Oh, is it character? Because all I see mm -hmm. is like... Where is it? Where is it like, oh, there it is. It was just lagging for me. Okay, gotcha. All right, let's let's screenshot this sucker right here, so that everyone can see my roster. Okay, my roster. Right here, that's my roster, and those are my toolbars. Oh, oh, right there. So it's not exactly whale worthy so to speak but uh but anyways so uh again nokia asks how's the situation with the leakers hunt decree and yeah that's the uh so what is the what is the situation with that i actually don't know why bennett's not showing up because i do have bennett on there so i might need to refresh this list or something like that I don't know if that's a thing that I'm allowed to do. That's weird. 
I don't know why Bennett is. Is this even my? Is this even my character sheet? <laughs> it looks like it. So yeah, we can't. Uh, well, the thing is, we. I actually don't know because the thing about the server is it's quite good in its leaks, but so good to the point where even I don't know much about what's going on. Like, it's kept very secretive. So the people you want to ask are either Moist, and I'll ask him a bit, or maybe Yami. So, Moist, what is... Do you, would you know the, uh, the, the what's going on with uh, the, the leaker decree? Uh, sadly, if I disclose that information, Yami will personally murder me. There you go, folks. And we do not uh, endorse murder. <laughs> in the server <laughs> so it's uh it's not uh yeah we we can't disclose much unfortunately and that's just because of the nature of giving you guys the information we say less to give you more the less you know the more we can give that's that's the only sort of thing i'm gonna go flip flip through just to see if we've missed any other questions here uh yeah feel free to ask whatever IRL yeah. stuff, server oh. stuff, admin stuff. Yeah, and maybe I'm I an gotta, open book. Maybe I gotta, maybe I gotta refresh my page, eh? My... I just can't give any unfiltered backstories. That's for Boomer VC only. Furnishing for Twitter character database. Is it here? Achievements? No. Hmm. What? Uh, Any way we can help our beloved leakers. Honestly, just give them your full-on love and support. There have been instances where people feel, and don't take this the wrong way if there's people like this in the radio right now, but some people feel very entitled and attack our leakers like they have full-on control on what's being released. <laughs> and sometimes it gets a little heated to the point where it's just like, guys, chill, Like these people are just doing this to like help translate stuff and just like get you the information as fast as possible like they they don't really they, they don't control mahoyo <laughs> like they just they just send out what they themselves receive and translate so um definitely be patient not a lot of the stuff especially with the thing going on right now even they themselves know so it's kind of just like a waiting game and just kind of like taking things slow so while it is kind of you know counterintuitive because this is a leak server we just have to be patient and be definitely appreciative of our whole entire leaks team. For sure. It's it's like quite generic when I say this, but a small word of encouragement to your leakers can go a long way for them. Because you, you never know, you know, they could be having a bad day at work, maybe a leak that they have didn't go through too well, or maybe it was fake and they had to rectify that. Just say, you know, you're you're doing a good job or we really thank you for, for supplying this information to us. Goes a long way, means a lot to them. So thank your thank your people on the inside for that. And uh, definitely give them some love. I have a I have a question uh, from, from in my DMs from someone. Uh, they ask, D DC, what were the RPG games you played back then? So, I started out on RuneScape. And uh, that was, cause, and mostly because back in the day, and this was an elementary school, by the way, RuneScape 2. RuneScape 2, not the classic RuneScape. And uh, 
I didn't know what I was doing, and neither did anyone else, but it was fun. And then afterwards, we moved on to MapleStory. And then after MapleStory got yanked off Hong Kong servers, we went to this Korean game called Rose Online. And then after that, Rose Online, we went to MapleStory private servers. And after MapleStory private servers, we went to World of Warcraft um, private servers as well. So we so we can we didn't have to pay the fee. I think back then there was no fee. I, I still don't know. And then after after that. I think I took a bit of a break. Um, I'm not exactly sure if there were any other games I played. Uh, and then in about, you know, uh, RPG. Um, yeah, that's a, that's really about it. I don't really consider myself much of a gamer, honestly. Uh, I did do, funnily enough, and you're gonna you're gonna call me a real boomer for this. The first time I ever played Skyrim was in twenty in may of 2020 that was the first time i'd ever played skyrim ever and that was because i it was the first time i had ever bought myself a, a windows computer prior to that i was using a macintosh and a lot of people are going to give me crap for this but the reason why is because i was utilizing a lot of the tools that uh, Mac, the MacBook had so Logic Pro for uh, recording music. Uh, I was in uni at the time, so I was using uh, Terminal, which is pretty much you know a Linux terminal. And Macintosh is a Unix-based system, so it's very convenient for doing a lot of these things. Windows at the time didn't have that sort of integration. So that, but that's as far as I'm concerned. What do, what kind of RPGs did you play, Moist? Um. I played a lot of MMORPGs. Obviously, MapleStory, RuneScape. I played Terra, Blade and Soul, Soul Worker, uh, PSO, PSO2. Uh, I played Black Desert Online for like a second. I didn't play the Star Wars MMORPG or the Skyrim one, but my friends did. So I've, I've played a bunch. I usually just hop around after I reach like near end game where it kind of requires you to like actually talk to people and like build parties. I was like, no, nah, I'm not about that life. I just know life solo and then reach a point where I'm like, all right, I'm done. All right. Rhenium asks our beloved, uh, uh, well, I can't say secretary anymore because Rhenium is now the media lead. So she's technically my boss. So my boss is asking moist, what got you into WFP? I know we're both boomers in WFP, but what made you want to become an admin here? I'm gonna be brutally honest. Um, for the longest time, I <laughs> I did not want to be admin. Um, I think I was offered it pretty early, and I I've been offered it in another or a couple other services as well. But I just I know for the fact that I am not always 100% active. I was super active before. Um, that's because I just had no life and was just on Discord 24/7. But as things picked up, I understood that I really did not want to become an admin. Um, I did bargain a little bit with the owner. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted dating sim team to have their own office, and I said, if you let us have a permanent office for a dating sim, I will become your admin. And the dating sim office is still 100% alive, and I am here as admin. I don't know for how much longer. Um, I love everybody here, and I appreciate everybody here, and I see everybody as friends here. But obviously, IRL stuff takes priority. And no offense, but, you know, IRL, you know, 
gonna hang out with my friends there more so hopefully i stay around a little bit longer but we'll see basically it's all your guys's fault you're all responsible for this you've driven him into into a corner <laughs> he can't escape out of you should all be ashamed <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's nah it's uh it's 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 a delicate balance really you know we we all gotta put food on the table we all got responsibilities you know you know how it is you know you got school you got work etc uh yeah um for those that don't know i'm i'm lucky i'm one of the lucky ones to to kind of be uh work from home duty so it's more flexible on my end of things Hence, I can, I kind of have the luxury to drop in every now and then just to see how the server's doing. And, you know, again, you know, don't don't feel shy. Come in and un unmute yourselves, have a little talk. There, there's this other thing, actually, I've been wondering. Do people actually just join VCs for the XP so that they can get prankster level 17 or something? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had an issue before because some people were very upset about it. Some people thought it was fine. So we initially nerfed the xp gain from vc but then we like bumped it back up as like a compromise to like just put it in the middle so it's still a good amount but nothing crazy um there are a handful of people who i guess really care about it which you know more power to them i'm not really a stickler on that i mean i myself like collecting roles which is why i like contributing to a bunch of parts so just so i can slap the roles on myself and i like the fact that whenever people have to click my name they have to scroll but some people oh, get really competitive over the uh, prankster ranks. I'm looking at you guys in VC right now. I'm calling you guys out. But no, it's pretty cool. Like some people, I, I get that some people just kind of like to to chill and kind of have a shared playlist uh, from a bot, which is, I guess, what was really conveni convenient about Rhythm, right? You can kind of just invite itself in. You can kind of chill, do your own thing. You listen in together, discover some new music. Uh, kind of just uh, sitting there and 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 kind of enjoy that. But yeah, I kind of get it. But I, I guess for me personally, I'm I'm kind of the more talkative dude. You know, I'm sort of the guy that kind of likes to sit. You know, what's up, everybody? How's your day going? You know, what what have you been up to these days? But yeah, that's that's me per se, and uh, that's kind of the interaction I'm used to and I personally enjoy. So please do. So let's see. Any are there any other questions that you have for us? Mm, I think it's just a bunch of people just chilling right now. But yeah, I want to be a leaker. I know you do. It's hard, you know. It's 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 a different thing. You gotta you, you gotta get sources, you know, and and uh, and a way to get the the source file and and data mine, and you gotta go through the you know the code and everything, and it's reverse engineering. It's you gotta learn a bunch of other things. You know what? If you're if you're interested in it, you it'll find a way. DC, do you like ice cream? I freaking love ice cream. I don't think there's anyone that doesn't essentially... Uh, well, I'll put it this way. I don't think there's anyone that hates ice cream per se. And if they did, they would be in the minority. I like... Um, gosh. There's so many good ice... Well, okay, I'll start with you, Moist. Do you have, do you have like a favorite ice cream? Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like it's not taro, but it's like it. I think it's called like, ube. I recently tried that in LA, California. It's actually really, really good. Is it so like a I think that's my new favorite that, that you like personally. Brand, no clue. Honestly, I've no like I know like Haagen Dazs, like all the normal stuff, but for the most part, whenever I go to ice cream stores, I just get the flavor I like, which is usually ube first, and then also like um, 
I like anything with like caramel or caramel, Ooh. however you guys like to pronounce it. Caramel. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I think for me, my my favorite, uh, my most favorite flavor for the longest time would be the Ben and Jerry's cookie dough. And the reason why is because back a long time ago, uh, I used to have a neighbor, right? And he would have a traditional cookie recipe that his mom would make for us as kids. And before she put them in the cookies in the oven, she would give us a little bit of cookie dough in a bit of a bowl so that we could enjoy the chocolate chip and raw dough. Thankfully, I didn't get any salmonella from the, well, I don't, I, I don't think it's a big deal, but that it reminds me of those days, you know, those comfy days when I, when me and my friend used to sit, shout out to my, my man over in a uh, Kelowna, Canada at the moment. He was doing his, uh, his master's degree in, uh, um, Oh God, what was it again? I think it was the medical sciences. Uh, he, he's looking at the viscosity of blood or something like that, but yeah, shout out to him. Miss the dude. I don't think he's listening to this podcast. He's, he, he, Definitely would not be. He's not in this area. Another guy asks, when's mod applications? When can we reapply for mods? I don't know. Do you know? Um. So right now, since we leave them up 24-7, it's kind of like we pick and choose on a need basis. We currently added two more now, just because we have been having a lot of um, mods who are busy with IRL stuff, whether it be college or high school or test exams or just anything in particular that they want to take a break from so we do do not worry like i know people think that especially like you know we have 155,000 people here that like they get lost and stuff but we do have like a very very detailed system with um like excel we keep track of each name id we have our own rating system we type out pros and cons we type out the experiences like we, we go through a very lengthy way because i won't lie being a mod here is not the easiest, nor do I think anyone should really want to be a mod. No offense, I'm not trying to deter our current moderation team, but it is very stressful. Especially, like, I give props to the younger mods, like people who, like, who are obviously focusing on like high school as well, because things can get pretty emotional. Um, as everyone knows, online, people are relentless animosity creates a sense of superiority sense of like hey i can just say whatever i want and everyone seems to really treat mods like shit which like from my perspective makes no sense because literally like two seconds ago they weren't mods and we're just talking with everybody else so, like nothing changed besides the fact that name became pinkish and like yeah they tell you to like chill but like if you really think about it even as like a ship poster in the server before i never went too far because one I'm old as fuck. Like, I'm not going to really banter about weird stuff with minors. No offense. I mean, it's not no offense. It's literally the most normal thing possible. Like, I don't understand why you need to say certain things. I obviously understand that, you know, sometimes people think certain things are funny. Um, some jokes people think is their, like, only way to be funny. Like, sexual jokes. Sometimes people, like, a lot of people say it in real life, right? Like, I say sexual jokes with my friends in real life, but I'm not going to say that kind of stuff in a like per public server with like kids. Like I don't think people realize how many 13 year olds are on the server. Like we have a lot of kids on the server, like a lot. So that's why like 
when I tell people to like be careful, it's because of the fact that like, yeah, some people think it's funny. Yeah, there's a bunch of minors that like also make stupid jokes. Like, oh, like we're fine with this. So why is it bad? It's bad because as someone who's older, you shouldn't be making that kind of joke regardless of like the situation. Just have fun. Treat each other with like a decent amount of respect. I'm not saying you have to be friends with everybody in the server. But like, you know, you don't have to go nuts and attack like the mod team, especially. I really, I really feel for the moderation team. Cause during my batch of trial mod, we were essentially on like 18 hours a day. Like we used to clock our hours and we had like a thousand minutes of daily, just like chilling, being on 24 seven and moderating just because we just didn't have a lot of people on. And Back then we were smaller, so like everybody knew who we were. Like we became their friends first and then became mods. So nobody was too much of an asshole or an asshat. But I feel like lately a lot of people just join, think they like rule the place, say whatever, and then get really pissed off about it. I will say this as a PSA, and not to sound like mean, but like if you don't like certain rules or you don't like the server, like no one's holding you at gunpoint to stay in the server. You can choose to leave. And like, while you have freedom of speech, that's not freedom from consequences. So like, you know, you can still get punished even if you think you're 100% right. And you might be 100% right. But like, you know, rules are rules. We're trying to like control some of the chaos. So definitely cut the mod team some slack. Yeah, I especially vibe with that too. Because <clears throat> I'm, I'm a moderator in another server, right? And we, we also get a lot of crap for just doing things and i understand it's like okay we may be spoiling your fun where i hate to be the party pooper you know i you know personally to me even some of the stuff i find funny myself but th the fact is in black and white we you're not allowed to do this here and it's not because it ruins your own fun it ruins everybody else's fun if someone because I don't know if you guys have tried to report anything to Discord for TOS, but some of it's actually pretty easy. And if you, even out of context things, they can actually, uh, they can actually uh, take that into consideration and perform that action, uh, disciplinary action on your account. So it's, it's something that we're trying our best. You know, we're trying to, let people have fun here within means that's all that's all it is and a lot of people sometimes don't like that i've had people block me because of that i've had you know and it's kind of ironic because you know you, you it's <laughs> it's you're not supposed to do that in the first place right and i've seen i've actually seen the conclusion of that when you when when the mods kind of stop and they hold back the server itself gets toxic and you don't have any other person that wants to join that channel because it's so hard. There's so many inside jokes that you've made at that point, a majority of them very inappropriate. And if someone new wants to come in, they have no idea what's going on. And some of the old users, they even dogpile on the new ones. So it's, so it's all in all, it's for the sake of making this server and all of its channels approachable for not only you guys, but for everybody else. And that's really the truth of it all. You know, we, you could say that we're party poopers. We're killing your fun. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that, but we're doing it out of love. That's all there is to it. So, you know, treat, listen to your mods, uh, 
be mindful of who's here and maybe perhaps who isn't. And, you know, we can, we can all sit back and relax and have a bit of fun. That's all, that's all there is. I don't know anything to add to that moist. Uh, I think the only thing to add to that is like, like you mentioned, like banter exists, right? But like, for the most part, we try to tell people to keep their more wilder banter to like DMs or create a group chat or create your own private server. A lot of these channels actually have their own private servers, right? So they can have those kind of jokes. And it's fine there because what happens is that like, let's say like you and your group of friends make that kind of like sexual joke. And everybody here, 100% I can guarantee, has tried to join in on a conversation or become part of a group by just saying what they're saying, right? Someone makes a stupid these no jokes, you say it too, because then, haha, everybody laughs with you and you're part of the group. It happens. It's normal psychology. It's like, it's what people do. People basically try to hop on any train to be relevant and stay in the loop of what's trending, yada, yada, yada. So, like, somebody that you might not know will say it. People get uncomfortable. People then complain to us, saying, hey, this person, like, just randomly joined in and said this. And then we sit there as mods and go, like, well, did you say it? And they're like, yeah, but we're friends. It's like, yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> they're just trying to be friendly and try to like repeat the joke. But yeah, for the most part, keep that kind of stuff um, in DMs or private channels or like join a VC with a bunch of friends and type in the VC chats because the VC chats can disappear. But nothing obviously too crazy because mods can still see VC chats, but at least in any type of uh, controlled environment. Yeah, that's more, my two piece. More or less. All right. I think that's about all the questions that we have uh, at the moment. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, you make such a good point. Parent person over here. Right. You. <laughs> it's funny. I was having I was having a chat about it with a guy the other day who also has kids of their own. It's like, oh, my God, bringing bringing, you know, a kid into this world and kind of realizing, you know, they'll go through all of this. Uh, at one point or even worse because the whole thing is going to the whole the whole environment is going to transform whether you like it or not to, to a degree where you don't recognize it but yeah for sure it so i think that's about all the questions that we have at this point um anything else to add out there uh moist before we end this um i said it before in the middle i'm f feel free to ping me whenever um i'm usually in vcs but mostly playing like games so i'm mostly just talking to other people in the vc but don't feel afraid to just join in listen say something random uh, i normally have my <laughs> people think i'm ignoring them sometimes i i just put everybody's volume super low so i can focus on my game i get really sweaty okay i'm not afraid to say it i like playing games intensively so hit me with a ping free to chat free for dms not that scary of a person or that intimidating just your normal average ship poster that somehow became an admin all right i think we have one more question actually uh cereal first or milk first all right y'all psychopaths if you put milk first all right it makes no sense what are you doing all right you put the cereal in first and then you put in the milk to match the volume of the cereal all right. That way, you don't put too much milk, and the cereal gets soggy, right? Because you can always add more cereal to milk. You can't just take out wet cereal and take out the milk. You put the cereal in first, 
you put the milk second all right it's not that hard yeah i and i don't want to deal with the buoyancy of the cereal as it hits the milk you're right and then it's all going to float on there and then that second batch is going to go on top of the floating cereal and push the cereal down and then you're going to have to deal with the splatters with that and it's like why do you want to subject yourself to cleanup like that i don't get it it's like all right if you if you have a thing about it then sure go for it like put the milk in first right and then and then kind of you know put the cereal in but I, I just don't operate like that, honestly. I put in the cereal first. I'm part of the cereal gang first. Unfortunate, unfortunate for you. And uh, yeah, personal question: favorite, favorite uh, cereal? You don't have to elaborate if you don't want to. What is your favorite cereal? Ooh, I used to eat cereal. I've moved on from cereal. Sometimes, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a degenerate boomer and i like i like avocado toast all right don't hate me i think avocado toast is good all right it's not just some weird thing it's pretty good but if i choose cereal i guess because i have a childish taste i I'd probably go with like i don't know cinnamon toast crunch or i'm feeling like i'm super healthy and want to feel good about myself i guess like those like whole grain like healthy heart cheerios even morse can't resist the taste of cinnamon toast crunch yeah, for for me, God, I I'll, I'm gonna have to go old school here. I'm gonna go Cocoa Pops. That's probably that's my that Cocoa Pops is my game. You know that 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 would be my go to at this point. I'll, I'm gonna I'll I'll personally fight anyone in in VC. Uh, Fruit Loops is good too, actually. That's my second favorite. Fruit Loops is is fine. Uh, man, the questions keep pouring in now. Milk, tea, or coffee? That's that's one question. Milk, Ooh, tea, coffee. Or, 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 Okay. I, I need coffee. I I physically cannot function as an adult or as a human being without caffeine. So I need to have coffee. I love milk tea. Like, I'm not going to lie, but I just, I need to have coffee. Now, you see, the thing here is that over here in Hong Kong, when you say milk tea, it's often not synonymous with bubble tea or boba, right? Hong Kong style milk tea. That's the one I would go for. Reason being is because you can get your your equal amount of caffeine, and it also tastes good. It all it has that nice quality to it. You don't have to go off to you know some boba shop in order to get your daily dose of milk tea. Uh, you can just go down to your uh, local cafe, restaurant, get yourself a nice Hong Kong style milk tea, and it's great. But personally, at home, I can't achieve that quality, so I have to go with coffee for this one. That would be that. That would be the the go-to for me, personally speaking. But you know, if if I could get that quality of milk tea right at my doorstep, I would go for milk tea. That would that's the definite. So, I think with that, we are uh, we're we're probably gonna stop it here. Moist needs to sleep at this moment. It is super uh, late for him. Moist. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate this a lot. Yeah, no problem. If there's ever, um, if you're ever short on people, always slap me back in. Whether it just be as a secondary person, just to answer questions, or people want me to answer even more questions, I can hop in either VC or radio whenever. All right, Morris, take a bow. Virtual round of applause for our second guest of this podcast. And to you, viewers, 
listening and thank you so much everyone for joining us in this ungodly hour in terms of north america time and don't worry all of this is recorded i'm looking at the track right now and for those of you at home who are listening right now we thank you so much for taking part of this adventure with us please stay tuned for next week we're still determining who the next guest is but we do have a long list so you guys stay tuned i'd like to thank mr brenium for helping me set up this whole thing as usual thank the media team for everything thank you mold for this wonderful banner and to you all a good morning a good afternoon and a good night see you all next time